1: Ducks fans Happy New Year Welcome back to another episode of the Quack Report where we uh, like to stroke our Gibsons for everybody to see Thank you
0: for that Thank you for
1: that (laughs) (laughs) For those not watching Nate has a Gibson brand guitar that he was petting And and, you know he was imagining the real Gibson the best Gibson
0: yeah, don't don't take it as I have a Gibson, I have money. Don't don't take it that way. Please take do not it take as it that
1: way. Take it as he has a Gibson, he has family with money.
0: <laughs> no, take it as this Sugar Daddy? is Fuck, I wish sometimes <laughs> <laughs> take it as this is a purchase I made when I was 15, 16, with like years of babysitting money set aside that drained my bank account.
1: And no and, put, other me in the, and,
0: and <laughs> put me in the position I am today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, wait, when's that? It was fifth. Uh yeah, 15. Cause this car this is a 2011? Yeah, that no, that makes sense. No. Or 14. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it'd be. Yeah. Yeah. If we have any guitar nerds in the chat or listening uh, after the fact, hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh this guitar actually uh it was um, it's a it's just a nice Les Paul Junior. Um, Good stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm the only owner of it. It actually left the Gibson factory about a day before the uh, FBI raid, or like the, the like the U.S. government raid on the uh, Gibson USA factory in 2011 because of the type, like the specific woods that they were using. That there was like import laws. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is one of the last guitarists to like leave the factory with like those woods and that sort of thing. Like that. Were, so like, if the U S government for... is
1: listening, then Nate has contraband and he'll <laughs> <That were,
0: that laughs> like, his age... house. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But like that were like aged for like so many years kind of thing. Like there is like a lot of things that Gibson had to restart wood wise. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I still love this thing. Mm. So you've, you've seen a lot of this thing, especially Carter. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Fine. Mostly, mostly the back of it, but Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess not. Not even the back of it. I guess you've seen the back of the neck.
1: Yeah, yeah. My there you
0: go. fat ass covered the the back <laughs> of the body at least. So,
1: uh, we got a couple of, uh, people in the chat here. We've got we or why saying let's go, let's go. Yeah. Where's, where's <laughs> <hurrying> <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. <laughs> the horns. I was like, yeah, yeah. If it felt weird without it, yeah. <laughs> and we got Justin saying he's here to see Twitter meme legend Nate <laughs> or at Tate Thomas. Do
0: I, do I, wait, it, I guess it'd be the, it'd be this way. It'd be this way for the meme. Yeah. There you go. yeah. <laughs> There's a the ducks version of it for you. Yeah. I guess I'm not wearing a ducks jersey though.
1: Yeah. One day. One day we'll get so, one. Yeah. yeah. Or you can just Photoshop it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm wearing I'm wearing green and black, I guess. Slytherin wins the house cup. <laughs> <laughs> Double door crawling back from the dead. Fuck no, he did it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! Yeah, spoilers
0: well, for uh, however long book and however long ago book and however long ago movie.
1: Yeah. Um. Well,
0: that was like the first. Uh, sorry, not to not to like avoid okay. the game. That was like the first like spoiler thing I had ever heard about. As a kid, was oh, like was Snape killing Dumbledore. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. No, me too. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, like I remember yeah. there was a video going around of somebody. It was like the midnight release, like of the book and somebody Mm. drove past a line of people waiting to get the book, (laughs) just yelling out their car window, Snape kills Dumbledore, and you just hear everybody freak the fuck out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Man, you know they were just trying to convince themselves the whole time, like even reading the chapter where that happens, like there's no way, there's no way. It's not going to happen. It's It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like it was like I, had, like I had seen the movie of Marley and me as a kid and then I read the mm-hmm. book after the oh, fact yeah. right and, and like the entire, the entire time I'm still like no the dog's not gonna die it's okay
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, like, uh. re, or like, like even on the Harry Potter topic like rereading the seventh book like the, the one that hit me like everyone's like oh like Hedwig or that the one that got me was Dobby and like yeah. every time like I read it again I was just like it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen it's okay and it still happened and I'm just like fuck me <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I, I know that this is... Well, this is a post-game show, so we should probably talk about the game. Um, Not yeah, fuck I mean, the game, once again, Two-nothing. <laughs> <laughs> two-nothing loss for the Ducks. Once again, what else is new? Yeah, just new year, same old shit. Ducks losing, getting shut out.
0: Excuse me, excuse me. I think you want to turn around that 2022 neg- negativity and bring on the 2023 positivity here because that's a two-nothing shutout win for the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But if Boom. you want to still stay negative, that's uh two additional points that removes us from Connor Bernard. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> very, very unfortunate.
0: Like before we had Don here, I just like uh ran out to my kitchen quick just to like fill up my water and my girlfriend was there. I'm like, the ducks actually won, but I don't know how to feel about it. She's like, What do you mean you don't like you don't want them to win? I'm like no, because it puts them away from Bedard even more. I'm like, you've been watching the World Juniors with me. She's just like, oh, yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, like, on one hand, yay, we shut out the sh- the stars. That was going to be very... That was just going to be a disaster of a sentence. I don't know if you heard me...
0: We, we shit the out now, the stars
1: or what? <laughs> shit out the stars is like... <laughs> stars. What I felt like... I'm Sean gonna Curry. We shut out the stars, so we like, yay, that's charge. awesome, because like, they were they were first in the central, were they not? I mean, they probably still are first in the central.
0: I be- yeah, they are. Believe so, yeah. Yeah,
1: fifty two points in forty sorry. games, but to be fair, yeah, they played the most games in the central. But, so, um, but on the other hand, it's like, oh no, Connor Bedard, but we're also still probably last in the league.
0: So. uh oh no, thirtieth. To- oh, sorry, yeah, yeah we, we haven't been last 30th. in the league for a while. Yeah. Now, mind you, before everyone gets into a panic here, Mm -hmm. the Ducks have now played 39 games. Chicago's played 37. Columbus has played 36.
1: Yeah. Chicago still does have a lower points percentage, like a significantly lower one, and almost as low of a goal differential, which I didn't even think was going to be possible. That's wild. Minus 61 for the Blackhawks, minus 68 for us. Jeez. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: Lucas Dostel like made that differential better for a little bit there.
1: <laughs> just just a little bit, yeah, just a little, just bit. a little bit. But yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, we've got a uh, lots of exciting things to talk about. We we were pretty negative in the pre-recorded part that you guys that are listening I... live will hear later, and if you're listening, yeah, um, we were talking like about tomorrow, it tomorrow.
0: Yeah. yeah, we were talking about it before, though. It's still well deserved, I think, and it's still. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not like, like there's you still were a saying, lot like, to oh, complain we, about. Yeah, yeah. You're like, do we just throw it out? And I'm like, no, 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 because it'll be relevant. Start like in the game against San Jose, it's fine. Yeah. Um <laughs> But uh, no, like I, I am genuinely serious when I say, I think this is actually the best it, for sure this season. This is the best Ducks the Ducks have played. I think it's Overall. the best game
1: this year. Yeah,
0: I almost want to go as this far to year. say as this is the best. Fuck, <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy that would order a pizza and have it be delivered after midnight just to say I've been waiting for this for a year, aren't you?
1: <laughs> when I left work before, uh, before like New Year's, like on the whatever the last day was. Yeah. Um, See you next year. Yeah, I said see you next year yep. to literally everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and the people that I didn't say it to said it to me, and then so I said it back.
0: Okay, so, I guess if everybody's doing it, you're yeah. the only guy in the office though. Um, but I go as far to say is this is maybe the best game I've seen from the Ducks like overall, right? Like as, like as a mm-hmm. team game, it's maybe not like the best score, but just the best overall game.
1: What you're not happy about two nothing
0: <laughs> since we started the show. Oh,
1: damn, that's a hot take.
0: And that's a long ass fucking time. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that it's twenty nineteen.
1: That's uh three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just gonna say this season or like within the last three hundred and sixty-five days type of year. Um but yeah, in terms of like best game just as a as a whole since we started doing this show. I mean, I don't really remember much from the f- first year and then the second year like a little bit more maybe like it's just because they've been so long ago but I was
0: gonna say to be fair those first two years are like I remember kind of like the first part of it Mm -hmm. and then I guess the Ducks stopped playing once COVID hit because they didn't make the playoffs
1: or anything like that yeah so we had almost a full calendar year of no Ducks hockey but
0: (laughs) yeah which was really interesting but like It just that entire time as a whole was such a blur. Yeah. Right. Like, like I remember doing like a couple of the early episodes and whatnot, and Mm -hmm. then it just kind of jumps to like Like partway season three,
1: like years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. No, I feel
1: that too. But yeah. No, I I hundred percent agree that this was like the most complete game in recent memory. I'll I'll go at least as far as to say that for the Ducks. Like, there's... There's very little to be upset about. Like, you could get upset maybe about the shots. Like, hey, maybe we could have more shots. Maybe we could let less against us. But, like, that feels really nitpicky at this point. Like, it's hard to be that nitpicky when you win a game 2 nothing against the top team in the Central Division. So...
0: The only thing, like, looking stats-wise... Okay, you know what? Yeah, let, yeah, let's be. It's maybe nitpicky, maybe not, depending on how you want to look at it. But let, I guess let's kind of do the a little bit of the negatives first here, which like we'll, we'll go over because the one we've kind of talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's start with that one. The, the the penalties. Only eight minutes in penalties, but there were some penalties in there that like just like we we talked about discipline from this team before.
1: Yeah, when right? you're the most penalized team in a game that really. Wasn't very chippy or scrappy, and like you probably didn't need to take like any penalties at all. Yeah, it's when you're giving up four power plays, that's not great. And to Dallas, and to Dallas, they they have
0: a decent power play, do they not?
1: Uh, yeah, I I I want to say it's top three in the league from when we looked earlier. Um, top two, it's tied with Buffalo for the second best power play at 21.1%. The 1%. best power
0: play. Jesus Christ. The <laughs> second best. Or second best. Okay. Yeah. Still though, but yeah, okay. Um
1: yeah, so that's very impressive. Yeah. Um but like when he, you're if you're a Troy Terry and you're taking a penalty, what was yeah. it? Tripping? Which tripping to be fair, Jamie it was ben, a yeah. soft it was a soft call, to be fair. But you, you got a Jamie You got it soft. So, yeah. I mean, he probably shampoos his beard like twice a day. It looks very soft that way, but
0: I mean, I do that, but twice a day. Um, okay, maybe not twice a day. I just make sure it
1: looks good, yeah, yeah. You you just keep it clean, you're a well kept man, yeah, exactly. Anyways, but yes, Jamie Ben is soft enough that he probably washes his beard twice a day, which I guess if you're a hockey player, kind of that might make sense, yeah. But also, I mean, I
0: guess once I'm back in the gym, like I do kind of like, I like shower twice a day. So I guess, yeah, technically. Okay. Yeah. never mind. (laughs) So you're soft too. (laughs) I'm soft too, but not as soft as Jamie Benn.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like you still got to, if you're Troy Terry, you have to be aware that, you know, you're not the best team in the league and you're facing one of the best teams in the league. So maybe just keep your stick just away from the skates in the last two minutes of a game that you're winning. Just, just to save all of our hearts a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we don't need that kind of stress in here. It's 2023. It's a, it's a new year. There's no stress in 2023.
0: No, please. I, I I can't handle it. Um and then I guess the the most penalized guy on in this game, Trevor Zegers. What, the what, first dude? one the, the first one? Yes, that is a slash. Z. You're going to get called yeah. that all day, right? It's on the hand, on the top hand as well, right? It's not even close to the puck. Um I want to talk about the second penalty for a second here yeah because they did talk <laughs> about it in the intermission as well and it's one of those like you're a fucking idiot for doing this but you're laughing as it's it's when you're mad at your kid but you're laughing at the same not that i have kids but
1: but you were laughed at and got mad at quite a yeah, lot it's like, yeah it's
0: like it's your like par- your parents are trying to tell you that you did wrong but they're laughing at what you did, right? So they're like, yeah. like they're chuckling. Like you, you can't be, do- you can't be doing that, but like that kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah. Um. Like when a like when a kid like drops an f bomb or whatever, like they yeah drops exactly. their toy and they're like <laughs> oh, fuck, and it's like okay, like that's hilarious and cute, but like no. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: okay. Here, okay, really quick, really quick. Uh, it's Shaber. Sorry, uh, it's you remember Mr. Shaber? Yeah, my yeah, homeroom teacher in uh in high school there. Um. There was a kid in our class, we were all just like silently working and this kid just ripped a fart and everybody heard it. And he and the kid follows it up with, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, he's trying to stifle his laugh as he's like, thanks for apologizing but the language that you use. His thing was push-ups as like punishment. So mm-hmm. uh, he's like, yeah, like thanks for apologizing but because you swore, but you were apologizing, I'll only make it ten instead of twenty or something. like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it's kind of like Schreiber. that. Where Jamie? Who, or sorry, Jamie, who was it? Who did, was the kid?
1: Yeah, I don't remember what his name was. Oh, you it, you didn't know him that well.
0: No, I I had him. I think in one or two gym classes, he was he was the school stoner. Let's put it that way.
1: Oh, okay. We, um, we could probably get there. I was we'll like, get, we can get there yeah. eventually.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those like well, yeah I said Jamie earlier uh, Trevor like you can't do that, bud. You can't just take the stick out of the guy's hands and try to use it. Yeah, he must have been watching Bobby Ryan highlights or it must have been yeah. or something like that, right? Because every Ducks fans mind went to uh, yeah in, in 2010 there, right? So yeah, they even
1: showed the clip too, which was yeah, fun because I, I hadn't which, seen that in a while. So
0: yeah, so if you need a refresh, I can I can kind of give it to you here. Um, There's a battle uh, in the corner that this is for like the Bobby Ryan uh, incident um, Mm -hmm. where, yeah, uh, Bobby Ryan and Miku Koivu both lost their sticks. uh, Miku Koivu playing for the Minnesota Wild and Koivu had picked up uh, just accidentally had picked up
1: Bobby Ryan's stick. I thought he took it out of his hand.
0: Or, or that or something. happened. Or, yeah. yeah kind of. e- either way, uh, Koivu ended up with Ryan's stick. So Ryan had to pick up Koivu's stick and he's kind of confused for a second mm-hmm. because it's also the wrong hand. Koivu's a lefty, Ryan's a righty. And so he's using a left handed stick right Which means
1: Koivu was also using the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, But the puck got over not long after to Ryan, who Shot it in technically forehand, but technically backhand at the same time.
1: Backhand of the stick forehand for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, instantly holds it up to Koivu, showing that it was his stick that he scored with. Yeah. Um, which that Okay, so I was kind of getting confused with some of the wording and had to kind of lock it down. So it was a rule at the time that you can't do that. So I did pull up the rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, rule 10.3. So a player who has lost or broken his stick may receive a replacement stick by having one handed to him from his own player's bench by having one handed to him by a teammate on the ice or by picking up his own unbroken stick or that of a teammate from the ice. A player will be penalized if he throws or shoots a stick uh, to a teammate on the ice or if he picks up and plays with an opponent's stick. Uh a player may not. Oh, I, sorry. I just kind of copied and pasted part of this here. Mm. Uh, a player may not participate in the play using a goalkeeper's stick. I want to see that, though. I want to see that, though. That would uh, be wildly a minor, impressive. Yeah, a minor penalty shall be imposed for an infraction of this rule. So th- there's the rule, which it was, but by my understanding, it was around in 2010, but just got mixed up in. Uh, just, like, the refs were unaware that the sticks got swapped. Yeah. Right? So, and it's not, like, now where they were doing, like, a shit ton of reviews on every little thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, the goal stood. And I don't think, I think the next, like, and it was infraction... And I think, like, like the,
1: the spirit of this rule is, like, you can't just, like, rip the stick out of somebody's hand. Or if, like, you are battling with them and they fall to the ice, you can't just, like... And they drop their stick, you can't just like pick it up and throw it or like it's that kind of thing. Whereas like if you're skating around you're like, oh fuck, I don't have my stick. Oh, there's a stick on the ground. I'm gonna pick this. Oh, wrong hand. Oh well. Like it's yeah, it's different. Like, yes, it's technically against the rules, but it's not really like the spirit of the rule.
0: I I don't even know about that because it's or if he picks up and plays with an opponent's stick, which is laid out flat there, right? So Yeah, like it um, says that,
1: but it's again, it's like if the player was going to pick up the stick and you were like, no, this is mine now. I'm taking it. And they're like, what the fuck? This is my stick. Like, yours is broken. Go to the bench kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's more so like if you're deliberately stealing it. If it's like, oh, this is just a stick on the ice. I'm picking it up. And then nobody's like pissed off and they just grabbed the wrong stick or whatever. Then it's like,
0: yeah. Uh, So the next incident of that, though, didn't come around until 2016. And uh, our friend Kaylee knows this. Well, not knows this player, but loves this player very much. Uh Chris Letang found out about the rule um hmm. in twenty sixteen when he picked up uh whose whose stick was it here? Um I I thought I had seen what the I thought I'd seen the name. Anyway, yeah, Chris Letang had picked up uh, a Tampa Bay Lightning player stick and got penalized for it. Everyone that was kinda like the the showing of the, the excuse me, the showing of the rule for the first time, mm. um, I guess, but uh, yeah, I was just laughing at that, like right, like right away, like as he's like, he's got his hand in like under his arm, basically trying to grab the stick and use it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Trev, you can't do that, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, so not the smartest penalty that has ever been taken, no. but I mean, they didn't score on that opportunity, so. You, yeah, you luckily. get a pass this time, um, Trevor.
0: <laughs> yeah. The only other thing that, that Now, this one is a nitpick, but it does obviously help games. Uh the face offs were horrible for the Ducks tonight. Uh sixty two percent in favor of uh Dallas in this game. So um yeah. And I mean, it yeah. makes
1: sense. They've they've got a lot of good veterans on that team that are face off wizards. So it's Yeah, that is true. It, it does kind of make sense, but um you know, we kind of like made up for it in just our puck battles with Dallas. Like, yeah, we lost a lot of face-offs, but we worked hard to get the puck back either when it was on um, like a Dallas player's stick or like if it was a loose puck and like a board battle, like we were in there a lot more than I'd say we usually are. Yeah. Yeah. So it, in a sense, it it kind of makes up for it that way. Like, I mean, if faceoffs were more fifty fifty or more in the Ducks' favor, or even just less in favor of the Stars, things probably go a lot better. If you still have that work ethic, yeah. But, um, but this this time, we definitely um, does the NHL app don't show possession time. Apparently not. That's okay. It's not the most important thing I want to see, but um, yeah, I, I think it definitely kind of made up for it there. So,
0: yeah, for sure. Um what else did I have here? Or is there anything else like is there anything specific that you want to um, talk about here about I guess before like what's well, not on yeah. on the outline. It's not here,
1: on on here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess um just kind of in relation to the, the working hard aspect. Uh, Mason McTavish was a machine tonight. He was probably yeah. the hardest working player. He was one of the hardest working players on the Ducks, I'll say that <laughs> for sure. But um yeah, goal and an assist tonight. He, uh, he was playing on the top line. He was he was centering the top line. I don't know exactly how many faceoffs he took. I don't know if Henrique maybe took, um, a few of them as well. But it's uh, I can, he didn't look out of place at getting those kind of minutes, anyways.
0: He didn't, but strangely, his time dropped off because I think uh, when it was when he got interviewed in the first intermission, it showed he had played like six. 4 Forty something, I think, in the first period. Okay. But then ended the game 16-20. So his numbers dropped off in the second and third period.
1: Um, I wonder if it was because the second period had the majority of the penalties. Yeah, they could, there was... Yeah. yeah, we took three penalties in the second, so that's six minutes gone to the penalty kill, which McTavish doesn't play on right there, so that definitely eats into his minutes. Um, yeah, which... Which is fair, so but even with the
0: uh, with the power plays, he had he had a minute twenty five on the power play.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I don't and, know. And I really just, had I the just, one power play too, right? So it's not as
0: like as a, as a as he's supposed to be the first line guy in that game, mm-hmm. right? Unless the whole line kind of got shifted.
1: Yeah. Um, which, uh, I was just gonna look up here to see.
0: Um. Henrique McTavish, uh, Terry played eleven forty two, which was second for five on five. Uh, First was twelve twenty. Zegers Strom
1: Vetrano. Zegers Strom Vetrano. Okay,
0: so which I'm not. The line played good. Both those two lines played good. I'm not. I'm still not sure how I feel about it, though. I think I would personally rather go back to the. Henry Zegris Terry. But I guess, kind of, as, as we talked about earlier, like the offense just kind of dried up. I guess you have to try something. Like, this is the one time yeah. where it's like, like, I can't be critical of trying something different. At, at least that And especially when you up, win
1: 2 0. Like.
0: Yeah. Like, th- this changeup at least makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not something that we pulled out of the hat that has, like, like, no offense to him, but like Sam Carrick on the first line or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Like it, it, does at least make sense. So I think I, I want to see it maybe for a, another game or two. Like I hope it doesn't get broken up right away. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just want to see. I want to see a little bit more of it. So like it still, it yeah. still played well, but it wasn't my favorite thing tonight. I guess.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, I, I was just uh, looking at individual time on ice, just at 5-on-5 five five through natural stat trick. Um, just looking at forwards here, not um, not defensemen. Troy Terry played the most at 5-on-5, five five, uh, just over 17 minutes. Um, and Mason McTavish played just shy of 15 minutes, 14.55 at 5-on-5. Five five. So um, a whole two-minute difference. But yeah, Terry, Strom both had 17 Approximately and then vitrano Zgris had fifteen minutes as well as McTavish so like he he's kind of right up there like if you you round it it's um yeah Or, sorry no vitrano Zgris was sixteen I, th- I think I said fifteen and then McTavish was fifteen so like yeah, it's slightly less than some of the other guys, but like it's not egregious compared to other guys at five on five so and then yeah like you said one twenty five on the power play which we had one of and then he does not yeah didn't play penalty kill so whereas Henrique played the full or played four minutes on, on the penalty kill it looks like so um, which is impressive i, I yeah. never really noticed him on the penalty kill but that's a good okay, thing I yeah i i just took a look at the time on
0: ice five on five uh as well on you're like you're able to do it on a money puck as well, yeah. McTavish, 1455 oh, yeah. of that was five, yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's was... not like
1: super egregious, like, yeah, 16 minutes sounds low, but compared to a bunch of other guys, it's uh, it, it's kind of exactly what you want. So it's fifth in terms of forwards. So okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I retract my statement then that it seemed mm-hmm. low,
1: yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's just that it's like similar to what he was playing when he was centering the third and fourth lines, yeah. So it just kind of seemed off, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm with you that I like Henrik Zgris Terry, but I also don't hate McTavish Henrik Terry. So, it's maybe too much
0: of the power play, but you know what? Fuck it. Whoever just run center... five forwards,
1: five on five, all the time. <laughs> who needs defensemen?
0: No, no, no! Don't give Egan. Eek- don't give Eekins that idea. Don't you <laughs> fucking dare! It um, doesn't matter really who you center, I guess, because both guys can do it. McTavish, yeah. Ziegres, Terry. It's too power play, but I want it
1: <laughs> just yeah, for the, the lulls. <laughs> it would be fun, and I'm sure that we will see it at some point. If not this year, maybe next year. Um, just as the team stands right now, Henrique Strom Vetrano, yes, Henrique is having a phenomenal season, and um, th- that's one thing actually I meant to praise earlier, um, slash later for the listeners, um, but yeah, Henrik's having a phenomenal season, and I I really hope that we don't trade him at the deadline because I think he could be a huge piece moving forward and just like continuing the development, I guess, of some of our young guys. Like he's kind of like mm. gets laugh light in a way where he's um like his work ethic is just contagious in a way. And like he is he has great chemistry with Ziegris. We we saw great chemistry with um McTavish tonight. And and he has chemistry with Terry as well. So yeah, I really don't want to see Henrique go anywhere. I think he's um he's slowly developing into Maybe not like maybe the player that the Ducks need just someone to go and get the puck, shoot when he should shoot and pass when he should pass. Like he's just kind of doing everything right these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I just kind of noticed it like over the other four games. And I totally forgot to bring it up, but yeah, in this game too, it was Henrique's just like occasionally noticeable. And when he is, I'm like, damn, that was a good play. Who was it? Oh, Henrik. What? so yeah, it's, it's just nice and I, I really just don't hope we I hope that we see the value in that and we don't trade him away at the deadline just because we're like ooh first round pick, shiny you know
0: yeah and I, I was kind of thinking about that earlier because I'm like that's the guy that <clears throat> could fit you the most but that's a guy that you oh, want to sure. keep a, that, that's a guy you want to keep around for the next couple of years because what he is this year next on his contract I think
1: Potentially. I'd like Maybe. a decent number too. Um, yeah.
0: He's not a Klingberg cool. where I'm hoping that you get a massive haul for him and where, like, like, get him any out of town. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like anything like above like, a
1: fourth round pick is a steal.
0: <laughs> like like me thinking about him trade wise is he's a he's a player that the fans like and it would be nice to see him win a cup.
1: Henrik. Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't he, I don't
0: think he has
1: No, no, he hasn't. Um No, yeah, yeah.
0: Because no. Hen- I was like, oh yeah, no, he played for New Jersey. And I was like, New Jersey win the cup. No, they lost to LA there that year. Yep.
1: Henrique is currently the fourth highest paid player. Um actually, here's a better way to phrase this. He is the third highest paid player. Currently under contract next season at 5.825 million. Uh, Cam Fowler and John Gibson are the only two that make more than him. But so when you put it that way, it's like, oh shit, how is he the third highest paid player? But 5.825 million, we signed uh, uh, Troy Terry and Zegris and Drysdale. Yeah, that'll change pretty quickly <laughs> here this year. Yeah, he's, he's going to quickly drop down that list. And <clears> then <throat> you're like, damn, we've got a top six forward who does a little bit of everything. Power play, penalty kill, five on five, works hard for under $6 million. You're not going to yeah. find much better value on no. anywhere in the NHL. And if I remember correctly, that article from The Athletic we talked about a few weeks ago, Henrik was one of three that had a positive the, uh, like surplus value who he was like outplaying his contract or one of four because I think
0: oh yeah the like the player cards from uh decision.
1: yeah yeah because yeah. Zgris, Terry McCavish were outplaying yeah their salaries right and then I I think Henrik was like their market if, if not values. he was very very close yeah or their yeah, yeah, yeah. projected
0: market value the, yeah
1: yeah and, and then everyone um, else was negative so like yeah it's a it's a good deal is my point
0: yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I I kind of what the fuck if if uh, if you rewatch this and go back, you can see when I read this because I, like I kind of go wide eyed like what the fuck. So, mm-hmm. um, the NHL has like little player bios on each player's page. Oh yeah. Um, and this is just a wild opening sentence. I feel like. Like, I want to know more to this, but I also want to know the relevancy, like, hockey-wise, I guess.
1: Okay. Is this for Adam Henrique?
0: Yeah. Okay. The son of a tobacco and ginseng farmer. Henrique was selected by the New Jersey Devils in the third round, number 82, of the 2008 NHL draft. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Why does that in particular need to be in there? But also, I need that. I just, I need the backstory, just as a whole, please.
1: Yeah, (laughs) the son of a tobacco and ginseng farmer. Yeah, where? Where is he from?
0: He is from. Is he not? He's from Brantford, Ontario. He's a Canadian.
1: Huh? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I meant like specifically, like what town. Brantford? Yeah, Brantford. I've I've literally never heard of that.
0: B-R-A-N-T-F-O-R-D.
1: What is Brantford known for? City of Brantford.
0: That's just such a wild opening line.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, for the NHL website. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's not like Brantford is literally just like a hole-in-the-wall hole in the wall town but like just like some small yeah, middle of fuck nowhere place. town that's surrounded by tobacco farms like it's a it's a city with like a hundred thousand people in it. yeah so that's wild <laughs>
0: so random
1: I mean maybe he's from just outside of there and there's, it's like Brantford close yeah Brantford kind of yeah, yeah exactly um just like how people from I'm assuming like in kind of the suburbs of Anaheim are like I'm from Anaheim like
0: yeah I'm not sure, point. to be honest with that. Like for that one in particular, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. But, anyways. um, okay. So I got
0: two more things here, really quickly. Uh, John Gibson's head must have been pounding after like, going <laughs> into the, like, he had to have taken some Tylenol or something like that because he took at least two shots off the mask in the first two periods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that poor matte orange paint job on that mask. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know what, though? That's, two shots off the masks off the mask that counted as two saves of is 30 what was it 35 tonight yeah. that got him his first shutout
1: in 14 months yeah and i mean if those didn't hit him in the mask and they went in instead we're talking a whole different game yep so thank you to john gibson's face for yes the shout out tonight
0: <laughs> and just a reminder to kids and parents to please invest in a good mask honestly it is so black and white the difference i w- i went from one mask i remember that like i got domed in the forehead and like we like i was on concussion watch mm. for a bit and the next season uh got the mask that i currently use that was just like i just a new mask at that point, like a, a just a good one, like not the, the one I sorry, just a better one.
1: Mm.
0: And I said that same shot felt nothing, yeah. So <laughs> in, invest in your head, everybody. Um, but uh, yeah, so that shutout tonight, his first in 14 months, uh, also gave him his 173rd win as an Anaheim Duck, tying him for second in franchise history for wins by a goaltender with Guy Abert. Nice. So next up is uh, J.S. Shiger 30 away
1: at 203. At the current pace, he might do that this decade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but in, in oh. seriousness, I mean, if the Ducks have not the worst season that we've ever witnessed with our own eyeballs next year, then he hits that next year. Because, I mean, we yep. still have about half a season to go. Which, how many Ducks... How many wins do the ducks have this season uh this
0: season they now have eleven
1: okay, and what I know it's in here four of those are attributable to dostal or stellars, well, two to dostal, probably two to stellars, I would say yeah so two seven
0: to, or yeah, I think so,
1: yeah, okay, well, well, let's even just assume that every win for the rest of the season is. John Gibson in net then yeah another 11 wins for him then he's only 19 away from tying 20 yep. away from passing Jaguar so he'll do it in two seasons <laughs> yeah yeah over this season and then um, probably probably before the end of 2023 honestly oh wait well well maybe the Ducks would have to get drastically better yeah Yeah, sorry. I guess I I guess it would be it would theoretically be possible. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Like it, it totally is possible, but on the team that he's on right now, it's less probable. We'll go with that.
1: Fair, that's fair.
0: Um, And I guess speaking of uh, Gibby as well, we got a question from uh, from from Way here. Uh, What do y'all think of Gibson being played four games in a row?
1: Yeah, I mean. We, we had, kind we kind of touch on this a little bit later in the episode, um, which again you can hear can tomorrow catch, when we yeah. talk it's more specifically about Dostal. Um but considering it's Gibson and Stellars now that have been up for a couple of games, I think we yeah. can kinda of answer this question a little differently. It's, so
0: he's had two really good games. He's had two mm-hmm. not so great games.
1: If, and those were kind of in the middle of the two good yeah, games. Yeah, so. so I'm
0: I'm I'm right here with Lucas. He needs to have a break. You can't... We, we've seen it time and time again. You can't keep running this guy into the ground, especially coming right back from injury, right? So yeah. the game on... Uh, is that on... Th- no, not Thursday, because today's Wednesday. Um, Friday. Um, against San Jose, y- you got to play... Especially because you have Boston on the Sunday. Mm. You, you got to play Lars against San Jose, I think.
1: Yeah, it's- see... It's difficult because I would never I would never not start a goalie after they post a shutout, especially when wins let alone shutouts are so hard to come by, but I do agree, especially because the two wins we've had against San Jose this year, Stellar's was in net, the two shutout wins or shootout wins, sorry. Yeah. So So I mean unless So it does know, make a lot of a, sense, right? It, it's but, a
0: it's a balancing act of like a f- like a bunch of different plates, basically, right? Because you're not supposed to be good, and so you want the best chance at Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to improve and win games, right? Yeah. So it's like like wins are almost like are bittersweet. Weirdly, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, on one hand, it's for the. For for the idea of the best chance of Bedard, it's okay if Gibson has more. Let's just say less than average games. Yeah, overall, right. If he's because less consistent,
1: it helps the team in a way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: But if he is absolutely, and, and but if he's if he's really good and wins games, it puts you further away from Bedard. If he's really bad, and you're I don't know, looking at the time the Dostal had up and you're going, oops, uh, maybe we could potentially try to shop John Gibson around and help our future a little bit more. Yeah. Then it, it's like you just need him to play like, like right down the middle and above kind of thing. Yeah. Just so like
1: consistently slightly above average is yeah what will give him the best trade value um, going into the trade deadline that is pr- literally two months away.
0: So. Yeah. It's the entire season in Galaxy Braining for the Anaheim Ducks this year has, has gotten really it's gotten into a weird spot.
1: It really has, yeah.
0: Where like in ways, I, I, I don't team envy has Pat improved, Rubik at
1: all either for the yeah. decisions he's gonna have to make. But
0: like in like in ways the team and individuals have improved, but at the same time they've not as well and mm-hmm. you want to see improvement but at the same time you don't want to see it too fast this season because you want to give yourself the best chance at just think for a second here just like I, I was saying that the power play line of a uh, McTavish, Zegris, Terry might be too
1: much mm-hmm. Dard McTavish, Zegris yeah and then you can put Terry on the second line with Henrik. Yeah, or or, think, or or even think or even think about it,
0: or even th- that was so in, so in sync. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, e- let's even like think about a power play for a second here. McTavish, Zegris, Terry, Bedard, Drysdale's the quarterback. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, and honestly, right? you even like, you like honestly this. I I totally forgot Drysdale um, was. Existent because we haven't seen him for so long, <laughs> but my mind immediately went to: Is that? Don't forget the first? my boy
0: Jamie. <laughs> Confirm Jamie Drysdale hater. You're welcome, Ali.
1: <laughs> Someone had to do it. Um, my mind immediately went to: Is next season, are the Ducks the first team ever to have like a, a consistent five forward power play with McTavish, Ooh. Terry, Zegers, Bardard, and Henrique? Or F- Comtois or like literally whoever the fuck you want like yes Fowler or Drysdale or, or somebody like that would be beneficial to have quarterbacking that because they just no, think- have the puck moving ability and the vision but like fuck you could you you really could do a five forward power play and it what like what are teams going to do <laughs> Te- power plays are going to last 15 seconds at most so yeah,
0: no, I think when you got a guy like uh Jamie Drysdale or even as Jake brings up, oh, yeah, potentially Olin Zellweger. It's if you're, not next year the year after, yeah. You're set on your offensive defenseman on the I like, as the quarterback guy. Like you're you're set That's there, true. I think. You don't have to you don't have to risk the five forwards. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? So uh, either way,
1: it's gonna be absolutely disgusting. Point, it has the so. potential
0: to be disgusting. It just the the money needs to work out and the and one of the guys that we're talking about in there hasn't even been drafted yet, let alone by the Anaheim Ducks. So it's yeah. total <laughs> like daydreaming. I we've been watching a lot of the world juniors obviously being and and a lot of the dar being canadians. Yeah. So we're just like loving everything about this kid and like as a as a fan of another team in the division, it, that would that would suck. As somebody who covers the Ducks and does have like a step in the fandom here, and would love to be the one to cover that kid for eighty two games, just as much as I love covering Zegers and uh, Drysdale and Terry, mm-hmm. right? Like that just is like giving me that, please. Yeah
1: so yeah Lucas come back to reality yeah Yeah, we were (laughs) we were daydreaming I don't know like
0: (laughs) I like I the marketability for the NHL like not saying that they're going to sway the draft or anything like that Mm -hmm. okay but just the marketability for the NHL for a skill guy like kind of you would get everything in the Anaheim Ducks, essentially, mm-hmm. right? For highlights, right? You oh, get, yeah. You get flashy plays at a Zegris. You would get whatever Connor McDavid gives you on a nightly basis that, at, like, at a point you just go, yeah, it's Connor McDavid. Show me something else. Like, you just get so, uh, like, desensitized to it, yeah. essentially, right? They're just like, okay, yeah, like, but we've seen that. Mm-hmm. But you see any other player do it, and you're like, holy shit, and then just the overall around play i guess of mason mctavish.
1: Mhm. So, sorry, when you're talking about Connor McDavid, i'm assuming you meant Connor Bedard.
0: Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. Bedard for Bedard. McDavid kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I was just like the, like highlight after highlight that it you eventually yeah. are just like i've seen this before. Yeah. So, um but like that would just be insanely marketable for the NHL.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh, on that sure. team
0: alone, right? Yeah. And then it just it would all be so perfect as well for uh the new uh like kind of Anaheim hub that they're kind of trying to make. I forget what it's called. Um there's rumors of the rebrands or so, like soft rebrand for the ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh that might be around the same time, right? I haven't been able to nail down anything hundred percent solid on it, but kind of here and bits here and there. Like, it would all just be like so damn good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Right? It'd just be like the perfect swell of everything. So... Yeah. It it does sound a little too good. I'm trying to temper expectations here. But, like, even just like the Bedard aspects of it. Right? So, but Mm -hmm. again, you could kind of improve starting next season. Be really enticing to some free agents. Right? And this team could pick up pretty quickly.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Yeah, just to uh, tie things back to this game, um, and then we can probably get out of here, honestly. Um, Yeah. Because it's uh, getting a wee bit late. Um, Yeah. Where was I going with this now? Oh, yes. Um, And and then also to kind of answer the question here about Gibson being played for four games in a row... um, or oh yeah, he... relate to that, yeah. Which we did. I mean, it's fine. He's he got a win, so sure. But maybe maybe play somebody else a little bit more, um, like Stellars or Dostal, but um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to be upset about his play here. Like it's, and just the team's play in general. Like, I, I don't want to take anything away from John Gibson because he did put on a phenomenal performance, and the 35 saves he had to make were not all easy saves by any means but I, I think just the way that the team played in general um really helped out with gibson's ability to get that shutout. um just working hard making things difficult for the dallas stars like actually having offensive zone pressures to give john gibson a bit of a rest in between mm-hmm. pushes from the dallas stars right it's um so we've been talking about Gibson needing to find some consistency. If I think the team can just play like this, how they did against the Stars, hell, even play 90% to that, or 90% of the time play like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think John Gibson isn't quite playing as tough of a minutes in the games that he is playing and it's not as so rough then, on him physically or mentally. Yeah. So yeah. then we'll, we'll find some consistency from him that way. And then maybe he can actually play uh, two out of every, well, maybe not two out of every three. We'll say, I don't know, four out of every five, five out yeah. of every six games. And it's, and that's fine for him. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, to add on to that really quickly, actually, because uh, you're talking about like the, the guys in front. Mm hmm. A defensive game is actually a thing for the Anaheim Ducks. In this yeah. one, apparently, they show they one. Yep. they show that they can do it. It's
1: possible. Yep.
0: This the Anaheim Ducks allowed a allowed one high danger shot on net.
1: One. By a, from a very potent offense in the Dallas yep. Stars. So
0: five medium and forty four low or chances. Sorry, not shots. So mm-hmm. one high danger chance. From the Dallas Stars. That's impressive. And twenty-eight blocks the ducks put up tonight.
1: Yeah, which is Benoit nuts. led
0: the way with six and Damn. uh just shy of one second uh, of twenty one minutes of ice time tonight.
1: Is that is that the lead? Like is that the highest time on ice?
0: Uh for defenseman, Cam Fowler beats him on oh no, sorry. Cam Fowler beats him by one second. He has the 21 exactly. Uh Dmitry Kulikov played 2201, okay. uh, but he played five minutes and eight seconds as well of shorthanded time. Benoit okay. played five sixteen shorthanded.
1: Damn. So, I, I guess that would potentially be why that number yeah. seems so inflated. But I mean, if but you're out Benoit there put six in, blocks, again, also probably on the penalty kill, like that's a good way to lead by example.
0: Yeah. Ben, yeah, Benoit put out six blocks, a single hit, but ended the game a positive one. Nice. Yeah. That was a really good game by him. So, Wh- Which, but I just, mean,
1: that's the, the highest you could get because power play goals don't count.
0: Yeah, but just like the, like the defensive play overall. Like, when was the last time you heard me talk about the defensive play being good from the Anaheim Ducks?
1: <laughs> Never? T- 2012?
0: <laughs> 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 like, this... Like, this was a great game, and unfortunately, I think it's going to give John Gibson a, a little bit of uh, a, a false sense of hope, I think.
1: <laughs> hey, whatever keeps him in a duck uniform. Talking about back so. to
0: reality. But, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, I, I want to pull up this comment, and then there's one question, and then we can end it off here. Okay. Uh, Kevin says, I was going to ask about the game, but I noticed Sir Tate Namas uh, let out the luscious locks and took my breath away. <laughs> <laughs> what luscious locks? I got no hair on my head. <laughs> I had to do my hair today. I had to get my uh, my, my picture retaken for my driver's license. So. Oh, yeah.
1: I guess it's that time. hey? But,
0: yeah. So, okay. So, fun fact, I guess, for you, Carter. The last time I had my driver's license uh, picture taken uh, was when my hair was still, like, both my head and my face was mm-hmm. growing back after I'd shaved it all off during that <laughs> Halloween.
1: Oh, wow. That's yeah. A, so
0: it's, it's a little like, it's a little scruffy in that, but like short at the same time, just like, yeah. I'm trying to get it to a length that like you, you could style it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, So at least I, I, I look clean this time. So
1: yeah, no, that's nice. But,
0: uh, okay. Last question here. And then I think we're going to wrap up uh, from Lucas. How much longer does Dallas Eakins have?
1: end of the season.
0: <sighs> at this point. Yeah, at this point it's the end of the season unless they go on another like massive losing streak.
1: But then and I mean like
0: massive like 10 plus again.
1: That takes you then till the end of February probably. You have 3 months left in February, March and April. You're not going to replace him at that point and then would you not just want to Embrace the tank for Connor Bedard, and your best chance at that is keeping Dallas Eakins yeah. around.
0: Like, like I said, as long as long as they don't lose embarrassingly night after night, I'm. F- it sounds bad. I'm fine with the losing, though. Right? Because as Conor long Bedard. as as long as the team is making progress, that's fine. My gripe with Dallas Eakins was that the team was losing embarrassingly, and the team didn't seem to me. Be making progress. Yeah. Individual players didn't seem to be making progress. Right. And if they did, it seemed like it was more on their own accord than anything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: fair. Or more like out of spite. So, mm. not saying that Dal Zegans has turned a page on a bunch of guys and they're suddenly playing good. Right. Like we're, we're talking about one game that's two nothing. If, uh, if you're listening to the full episode, we're about to go ham on the Ducks for their time over Christmas and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Like, um, like we're we're not staying in this win high for forever kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's the end of the season, I think. Um, <laughs> okay, this is the last one. You from Kevin? How does Zeekins feel knowing that they want him there because he sucks?
1: <laughs> uh, you
0: know what? Yeah. At least it's useful for something.
1: Yeah, I'll leave it at that. So. And you know what? He's getting paid. We don't know what it is. I tried to look on Cap Friendly quickly, but they don't have it. He's getting paid a multi-million dollar salary to be a head coach in the NHL. So I don't know about multi-million. He's fine anyway. Well, it's probably two million or more. I would. Well, actually, no. I don't know. No, you're probably right. I suppose.
0: Oh, you're right. It doesn't have his value.
1: Yeah, I'm literally looking at it right now. Why would I lie? I don't lie to you, Nate.
0: No, I'm just surprised because Oh, yeah. Cafferone is normally on everything.
1: Ducks probably never said so. Um,
0: Which makes sense to the Anaheim Ducks. You're not the Toronto Maple Leafs or so the New York Rangers or like a big market team. Yeah. Why are you so tight-lipped?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird, man. But um, Oh, here we go. This is Potentially what I want. Um, if we can sort by salary. The lowest salary according to hockeyanswer.com, um, which it looks like it literally just has um, all the cap-friendly numbers that are out there. Uh, the lowest one is Chicago's Luke Richardson, um, who signed this year making $1.5 million per year. The highest is Todd McClellan at five. Um, but really only about half the coaches actually have a salary that is public. So most of them are between the one and a half to five million dollar range. So it's at least a million dollars, anyways. Yeah. Which most I of mean, them most of I, them are in the two to four range. So
0: I mean a million bucks to have your thumb up your ass and look smug on the bench when it's your fault. Sign me up.
1: But <laughs> some people do that for free, hey? <laughs>
0: I did it for free fuck. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah I actually
1: tried yeah uh, uh, alright well we're gonna just quickly throw it over to our friends at DraftKings promo code THPN and uh, we'll wrap things up on the other side here hockey fans light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so, um, yeah, Ducks have played quite a few games already since our last episode, so... Let's. Um, we're not going to talk about all of them. We'll just kind of run through the scores and then give some overall thoughts. Probably get a little deeper into the Philly one since that was most recent. Um, but yeah, the oldest game was against the Calgary Flames, a 3-2 overtime loss to Calgary there. So Ducks get a point out of that one. Uh, they get two points out of the Vegas Golden Knights in a 3-2 shootout win. Um, and if I remember that one correctly, it was a z- nice Zegris move in the shootout. I think you got the lone goal there.
0: Uh, Terry, uh, also had the first
1: shot. Oh, yeah, Terry got one. Word on that,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the Flutter five hole
1: that uh threw mm. off Thompson there, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was good. Get a couple points against the top team in the Pacific at the time. I think they're still up there too. Um, and then a, so. and that was just right before Christmas, was it not? Oh no, this, uh, this, was all no. Yeah, this so, is all after Christmas. Yeah, this is all
0: after Christmas. Yeah. Calgary was the or no, Calgary was before Christmas.
1: Uh Vegas was yes. the first
0: game after. Yes, there
1: we go. Yeah, okay. Um and then 6 1 loss to the Predators, and then a 4 1 loss most recently on Monday night to the Philadelphia Flyers. Um so yeah, it's uh been kind of, well not really all over the place like we got a couple overtime games that one went one way, one went the other t- way and then just two just two shellings honestly, like we just got yeah. bent over by a couple uh, it, it's hard to call any <laughs> team that, a bottom feeder when you're the Anaheim Ducks, right? But like to not not even the best teams in the league in Philadelphia and Nashville. So it's, we we saw two very different types of games here and yeah. one of them is was okay and the other is not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will say that it's a bit of a roller coaster actually. Like just from what I was able to watch of these games and taking a look at uh like the expected goals deserved to win a meter and whatnot from moneypuck.com, like it was a little bit of it, it was a roller coaster in a, in the sense of like um imagine if you will for a second a roller coaster i feel like this is very impractical in real life but a roller coaster that like zippers itself like like your one like the cart kind of splits off and Mm -hmm. goes like two different things right so like depending on what side of the car you're sitting in you might have a bit of a different experience right like you might do left rather than right
1: you know i think Um, you're onto
0: something with that that'd be kind of fun (laughs) but i feel like it's impractical at the same time
1: i don't know man I, don't I, I think I think all you need is some magnets. You know what? We, we've got to cut this part of the, out of the episode because I think that's a million dollar idea right there, and someone's gonna steal it.
0: all right. okay. I just feel like it's a million dollar idea, but it's also a two million dollar lawsuit. So that's a loss.
1: Um uh, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but man, would it be fucking fun? <laughs>
0: it would be though. I, okay, I feel like the only way you could make it work is if it was like single seat cars that like yeah, sit yeah. beside each other for. Parts of the ride,
1: yeah, where they're like magneted yeah. together for most of it or whatever, yeah, and then and like it splits apart somehow. Yeah,
0: Disney hit me up if you uh if you want to do this for like a Star Wars land uh thing in the future. Um, where's <laughs> I going to? Oh, yeah, right, the the, the the roller coaster analogy because it's so like you're, you're going down the track as the start is the game against Calgary, right, which is a 3 mm-hmm. 2 overtime loss. Frankly, even though it deserved the meter only says like 68.2 in favor of Calgary, watching that game, I didn't think that the Ducks should have been as close into it as they were. Now no. I'm going to be I'm gonna bring in the Flames fan aspect a little bit here and say that's because the Flames and Daryl Sutter's questionable tactics as of late, uh, allowed that game to be a little bit closer than it should have been. Hmm. Um Then you get to the Vegas game. And this is where we start to split off a little bit here, or actually Mm. quite drastically because it comes uh, 75% of the time that Vegas will win that game, but the Ducks manage to win it, right? So you're you're, you're going wide here on it. And then you come back a little bit because the Preds, you know, dominate for 60% of the game and win 6-1. And then it goes back through, kind of like the the, the helix a little bit, um, mm. where Anaheim dominates at sixty eight percent, but lose four one, almost four nothing, thanks to uh, you know Dylan Strome scoring with, or I'm Brian Strom. Brian Strome, he's been uh, with the team for four months. So it's... There, there's been a lot of World Juniors talk, so I'm thinking Dylan uh, a little so bit. That's fair, um, that's fair. Making it four one with ten seconds left in the game. So it's uh, I'll I'll say it was a bit of a roller coaster, but like Mm kind of like going in and out of each other. And this is my only dance move if you're watching on the the, the dance floor. I I suck. Otherwise,
1: Um, but no no, uh, movement. Just it's just all in the hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was was like, oh, that's easy. I can do that. But like, I just feel like I'm (laughs) like, I don't know, playing with Play-Doh, like a large. Yeah, pretty much. It's, It's just like imagine you're imagine you're playing
0: with slime and you're just like putting it back and forth over your hands. It's re- it's really just going in circles.
1: Oh, like like the thing where you're just moving your wrists. Like the thing that like ninjas can do with like broomsticks or whatever. Like nunchucks? Yeah. Is that what you're no, talking no, 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 no. Like the or... Like a, like a staff. Like a staff? There's a fan there's a fan fancier oh, word yeah, for the, it. Yeah, the it, yeah. 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 It's like, the, kinda like that where you're this like, doesn't look,
0: this doesn't look right when you don't have it. Yeah. thing. That, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Thing. Like that. That, yeah. Um Darth Maul. There you go. Sure. Yeah. Um But uh, what the fuck was. Okay, went with the roller coaster analogy, how the four games went. Right, okay. So, yeah, we managed to pull out three points out of the first two games by, in my opinion, some miracle. Christmas miracle. Yeah. Right? Like, so I think I can chalk it up to at this point. And then we come back down to earth against the Preds and the Flyers. Mm Hmm. The Preds game, okay, like, you're looking at the expected goals in 3.75 Nashville, 3.23 Anaheim. So, like, the chances and but not like, seem relatively close, right? It's more in how teams played against each other. Yeah. And, but it's also, like, UC Saros didn't, like, he... He just played solid, but that alone just deterred everything. That
1: Like, just a slightly above go. average performance by the goaltender was enough to... Yeah, like... Just pos- beat like, the, ducks. Like, the, <laughs>
0: the, the The interesting thing with UC Soros is, like, everyone... I, I was watching a thing about it uh, the other day. Just, like, something on, uh, on TikTok is, like, a goalie school that had popped up... Um, but it was very relevant because I too am also a small goaltender. And this mm. was something that I was taught, like always taught, like you got to like, you, you got to constantly cut down the angle and that sort of thing, right? Mm. Like play it really far out and that sort of thing. But as a small goaltender, then you don't have the limbs to like stretch and that kind of thing, right? So, but so for, for UC Saros, who's 5'11", that's not like a short person by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of NHL goaltenders, that is, tiny as fuck yeah um but he was just positionally sound for the most of it right Mm -hmm. and that gave him a 2.23 goal save above expected right like uc cyros knows how to play i mean like he's he's a starting goalie in the nhl this is gonna sound ridiculous but the guy (laughs) knows how to play goalie okay like whereas like he's not
1: just it's he's not just like all athleticism he like has the like the Hockey IQ and like the awareness and knowledge to like be more efficient about it. Yeah.
0: Smaller goalies almost have to play better positionally than taller goalies. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then you had John Gibson on the other side who came off of a pretty good game against the Vegas Golden Knights, who just suddenly, you know, not with any help in front of him as usual, but just kind of forgot how to play goalie, it seemed again. Yeah. Right. So just kind of that that consistency that is, is that not what I actually, it's been like three weeks since we recorded it at this point. Is that not what I talked about in the New Year's resolutions was that I wanted to see more consistency at <laughs> yeah, John Gibson? I think it was, think it was yeah. <laughs> Case in point here, Vegas, Nashville. Thank you, everybody. Uh I'm, I'm done here. Um <laughs> So like that didn't really help, but just the play of the team in front didn't help overly either. Just like a lot of, uh a lot of sh- slot chances are we surprised of um, is new. Yeah. From the top hash mark uh to the crease was three of the six goals. Right? So they're <laughs> getting those right. chances. Uh what, sh- what should we do about that, Dallas? Uh uh, no, just just leave it. That's fine. All right, cool. Sounds good. Um D-
1: co- <laughs> defensive <laughs> coverage in the slot does not win you Connor Bedard. Nate, come on! No,
0: and I and I I am use constant, those brain cells. I okay. To to be fair, I have the uh, it's the third period right now uh, as we're recording this of Canada and the U.S. Canada's up four 2 I've been watching Bedard especially this entire tournament, and I'm just mm. like, God, one this kid is not human, and two, from the coverage side, I guess that we do of the Anaheim Ducks. I want this kid on the team. I want him on the team. I couldn't stand it, I don't think, just as a hockey fan, if Chicago gets him. Yeah. Or, (laughs) like, I I was listening to... uh, um, My girlfriend got a trial with Sirius XM Radio, and so I threw on the NHL network uh, for a little bit of our our, our drive, and um, they were talking about, like, like, where would you want Bedard to, to go kind of out of, like, the bottom three, which... Uh, I believe still remains Columbus, Anaheim, and uh, Chicago. Yeah. And they were kind of talking about, like, you want a place that you're... You, you can kind of give him sheltered minutes,
1: right? But... Mm-hmm. But also, like, room to grow. Like, he's not going to be stuck yeah. behind, say, like, Sidney Crosby or Nathan McKinnon. Like, or somebody yeah, who's like... exactly. Th- you're not taking them out of the top six or the top three, essentially. Yeah. Like, he has... He's going to start low, but quickly work his way up.
0: That makes yeah, sense. But then I kind of laughed because they went, yo, what about Columbus and put him between Patrick Laine and Johnny Gaudreau, which as awesome as that would be, that doesn't sound like sheltered minutes to me. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and also just, like it, it's, it's getting better the conversation overall around Columbus. So I'm not going to shit on the Blue Jackets. Uh-huh. But it's not... It's not a it, at the moment. It's not a very exciting place. Let's call it that.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Right. Um, San Jose. Let, let's talk about the bottom five for a second. San Jose is. Uh, they're they're San Jose similar to Anaheim, but a little bit worse in the sense of they're lying in the in San bed. San that they yeah they're 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 lying in the bed now that they've made. Yeah, and that's not on the current GM. That's on the prior GM with bad contract signings that are still impacting the team. Now, mm-hmm. apparently, Eric Carlson, that deal for this season is looking like a steal, and I, I don't know. I see shit like that, and I'm just like, what do I know about this sport anymore? Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like that's kind of a situation where, like, he's like very he's going to be stuck for a little bit on a mm-hmm. not great team. And I know I'm saying that as somebody who watches uh, Troy Terry, Mason McTavish, and Trevor Zegris on a bi-nightly basis. Um, <laughs> Being stuck and then, on a shit team. <laughs> yeah. They have the Arizona Coyotes, which I do think this would be fun, but at the same time, do you want the first three years of Connor Bedard or two to three years of uh, him playing in a college arena, which actually, give me two seconds here. Although,
1: if If I totally remove myself from any sort of um, affiliation, sorry, everybody. (laughs) Uh, As let's pretend I am like Elliot Friedman because he's the first one that comes to mind. Where it's like I might have a favorite team, but like I am just, you know, I have to come across that I like every team equally. If that makes sense. Um, Yeah. If I put myself into that mindset, what we've seen now out of Arizona playing in that arena is it's a lot of fun. And Arizona yeah. does well, and the fans are a fucking blasting a half there. And then so there's not only that, where I think, you know, the whole city or the whole fan base in Arizona would just absolutely rally around Connor Bedard and just like worship him. Um, and I think that would be a lot of fun. He would also then be playing with Dylan Gunther. And watching what those two have done in the tournament. Yeah. Um, especially on the power play, I think give it two years, Arizona is a playoff team if they get Connor Badar. Like no, I'll no, no go, I'll like, go they, like they're, they're making gonna, the playoffs. So, they're making the playoffs. Yeah.
0: So oh no, I'm sorry, I'm saying making the playoffs too. I'm yeah. from an outsider's perspective, I am kind of like chomping at the bit to see Arizona actually be good. Right, because what? That team moved from Winnipeg, was that 90, 95, 90, No, when was that? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I don't of The know. Arizona Coyotes moved
0: to Arizona. Um, founded 1972. No, that was the Winnipeg Jets. Get off my lawn. Um <laughs> I love how the first uh, people also ask when I search up uh, Arizona Coyotes on Google: Are the Coyotes moving out of Arizona? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Followed by, does Gretzky own the Coyotes? Uh, No, he does not. Um, Okay, here we go. Uh, Oh, okay. So ninety six. Okay, so this team is a year older than you and I.
1: Yeah.
0: And what we got. Was it 2014 they went to the Western Conference Final? Otherwise, this is a team that's been either. stuck in irrelevancy as well, besides the fact that they had Wayne Gretzky as their coach for a little bit.
1: Yeah. As a kid, but, that's all I knew about them.
0: <laughs> yeah. For me, though, and I kind of laughed about it because it got brought up a little bit more recently with uh, the Ovechkin 800 and uh, and whatnot. Um For me, I kind of laugh because I remember Wayne Gretzky as the coach of the Arizona Coyotes because he was the coach of the Arizona Coyotes at the time where uh, Alexander Ovechkin in his rookie year scored that goal where he's like sliding on his back and looked around him because that was just on every, like it was on the highlight pack as soon as you opened NHL 2000 or uh, when you put in NHL 07. And I played Mm -hmm. that game for like three years because I didn't get uh, uh, an Xbox 360 until like 2010 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so yeah, that's, but like, besides that, like Arizona's kind of been in irrelevancy, I think for the, like the 26 years outside of Gretzky and 2014. Now, mm-hmm. Corey and Richie may hate me for saying that, but from an outside perspective, like even just like remove the, the fact that we're in Canada, right? Yeah. Because that definitely does have an impact. Oh, for on sure. It, yeah, for sure. Um, but just overall, like there's not much else otherwise, right? Besides just constantly hearing, like, are they going to move? Are they going to move? They're Gary Bettman's pet project. So yeah. to have something, the only thing I feel like that could top Bedard on the Coyotes is Austin Matthews going to the Coyotes, which I don't think is going to happen.
1: Can you imagine if they got Bedard and Matthews within like the next couple of years?
0: Gary Bettman's salary cap won't allow it.
1: <laughs> Gary Bettman will raise and the salary cap. That's why I don't, cap don't like the salary cap. <laughs> Gary Bettman will physically drive Austin Matthews to the airport if it means he plays in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could guarantee that. Anyways, okay, I have no we, idea how we got here. It's because we were talking about the
0: we were talking about the bottom five. Connor Bedard um, and uh, Dallas Eakins is getting us to Bedard.
1: Oh yes, that's he's bringing perfect. us to the promised land.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, at the same time, though, it's it's still that conversation or that, that kind of statement I guess I've had throughout the season. I don't mind losing this season. I just don't want to be embarrassed. And 6-1 to the Preds, the way that we did. And then the the gripe out of this one isn't even like the worst loss out of the three of these four games here, mm. but the one against the Philadelphia Flyers 68% yeah. in favor of Anaheim for this game to win the game. Usually 3.21 to 2.08 was the expected goals. And um, I don't know. Like I, I take a look at like, like I don't know how this game this, this game baffles me from a sti- uh, from a statistical standpoint yeah <laughs> because like that's a deserved to win meter is like that far in Anaheim's favor
1: yeah 68.4 is not anything to scoff at
0: but then you take a look at um like the expected goal percentage and okay you know what it's the the bulk of it is between like 75 70- 4% and uh is kind of the bottom of that uh, kind of the, the bulk of it at like 43. Yeah, And they just have randomly have Kevin Shattenkirk leading the way in that game in particular at 84%. But like it's, it's like that's a game where I get it. We're below them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to sh- talk shit about the Flyers, but this is a team that's... They're not... The Flyers aren't tanking. They just they're, don't give a fuck if they win or lose. In yeah. particular, John Tortorella does not give a fuck if they win or lose. John Tortorella was brought in for one reason. That is to get the weak links out of that locker room and set a new culture for the Philadelphia Flyers moving forward. Mm-hmm. John Tortorella will have a losing record when his time is done in Philly. And I know this is only year one of it. But he will have a, lo- have a losing record. If the culture gets straightened out, though, he's done his job, right? The fly yeah. He's done what the Flyers would want him to do at that point. And you know that he is there just purely for that job because he benched what? It was Kevin, Kevin Hayes yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago who was their leading scorer. Mm-hmm. You don't typically or sorry, not, not bench. He healthy scratched him. Yeah. You don't typically do that in sports in general. Yeah. Right? Unless there is like a massive attitude problem or that. But even then, it doesn't sound like that was the
1: issue overly. I think the issue there was um like lack of defensive like responsibility from if I remember that correctly. Imagine JT
0: Miller on this year's Philadelphia Flyers. Holy shit. That's a whole other conversation that I <laughs> oh, want yeah. to get into at some point just over the last few weeks. Holy.
1: Oh, it's fuck. I, I want to um, ask Dylan about it. Actually. I want to yeah. ask Dylan about it. That'd be good. Um. um but yeah, you're right. This Philly game this, was a, like, just a Like the stats are useless for this game.
0: (laughs) Like it's again, like this is a this is a team that isn't trying to win, but they're not trying to tank, right? It's just Mm. winning is not their objective, right? It's just to get together as an organization. But they're eleven points ahead of you. They're still somehow able to to do it. You know, I want let's let's pull out the roster here for this Philadelphia game. Uh, I mean, you look at the names,
1: and it's a lot bigger than (laughs) there's a lot. Better players than the ducks. Not by much. Not
0: by not, not not by much. Like there's a couple recognizable names for myself at least. Travis Konechny is obviously a big one. Kevin Hayes, um, mm-hmm. James Van Riemsdyk. Nick Delorier, bless his soul. Um <laughs> Owen Tippett. Yeah. Joe Faraby, I know from like a few highlights kind of thing. Like that's a name that's familiar. Mm-hmm. And then like I, I know that's what six, like the, the half the top 12. Yeah, And then I know, uh, yeah, Travis Sanheim, and I know for the wrong reasons of his time at <laughs> Buffalo yeah. and how ridiculous that trade looked. And uh, Tony D'Angelo for very wrong
1: reasons. Um, yeah. And you know Carter Hart and you know, just recently met Samuel Harrison. Carter Hart didn't even play in this fucking game. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Samuel
0: Arison played in this game. How many games did Samuel Arison play in the NHL before this game?
1: Three. Three fucking games. <laughs> to be fair, and he won all of them. Nine, six. I don't give a fuck. He's behind the Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's I uh... put up
0: a 966 and a 2.21 goal save above expected on 29 shots.
1: Yeah, but you look at the rest of his stats, like what he did to LA and San Jose. I mean, San Jose, San Jose, but LA is at least in a playoff spot. Um, where was his game's logs here? Uh, 893 against the Sharks, but only allowed three goals, and they still won the game, so whatever. 931 against the Kings, only allowed two goals there. Um, it, he let in five against Carolina, but he was not technically the goalie of record in that game. That, one, that was a weird one. I was like, how the fuck does that work? And I, I don't even remember. But I So not fantastic, did, but I mean, yeah. he's gotten... He's slowly gotten better, and yeah, I mean, he's brand new to the league, only 23 years old, but I don't know. Either he hates California with a vengeance, or this is just one of those names that slipped through the cracks and uh, nobody had heard about, it's, and now all of a sudden he's going to tear up the league like like a Jordan Bennington, like a Swedish it's, Jordan, Jordan Bennington.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's new goalies, and the Anaheim Ducks going, yeah, here, look good.
1: little 4D You don't test, need maybe. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> look at how look at how good your goalie is Philadelphia. Maybe you should sign him to like a 5-year, 6 million dollar extension. Just just do it. Don't even think about it. Just do it.
0: Oh, but like I I don't I don't know, man. It's It's again, we're, we're in January at this point.
1: 3 more months. If you're
0: going to if you're going to lose, just lose consistently, please. Yeah. And yeah, don't don't not, bait me with
1: this, oh, we took Nashville or fucking not sadly. Vegas to... I'm not even
0: going to say embarrassingly. Just yeah. sadly. Yeah. Don't just, lose sadly.
1: Yeah, but, but don't bait me with this like, oh, we took the Golden Knights to a shootout and won 3-2 bullshit. Uh, no. I either do that every night or just shit the bed every night so that I know if I want to watch or not. You know?
0: That game is a running by the Golden Knights, honestly. If... Uh, Aiden Hill doesn't have a bad start in that game.
1: That's fair, yeah.
0: Sorry, but let me correct that. If Aiden Hill didn't get bent over by Adam Henrique.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right, I forgot. He just fucking, like, ruined his whole day.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, Henrique scored the last goal at about the seven-minute mark left in the first period, and then Mm. that was it for the the Ducks. Yeah. That's when the Golden Knights charged in.
1: Mm. But... A strong start, and the Ducks actually, you know, kind of, kind of held a yeah. lead. Like, I'm, they, I'm okay. They didn't hold the lead, but they also didn't blow the lead. I guess I don't know what's the definition of blowing the lead—getting it tied or l- then yeah. trailing.
0: No a tie is a is a blown lead.
1: Okay, okay. So they did blow the lead, but they didn't. Yeah. The, and, and the I, and, at no point led during this game, so that's a win for
0: me. Yeah. And, and for myself, I call a blown lead two or more because, like, a one-goal game, right, that can go back and forth kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Even then, like, two-nothing, yeah. like, it's not... Like, it's like a not, lead, like but like if I'm it's so all of a sudden two-two, like, it's not a...
0: Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to sound negative about that win. I'm just trying to be realistic about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So... No,
1: you're right. Like, if they start like, Logan Thompson, that's like, a fucking three-nothing loss.
0: Yeah. And, like, probably. overall, like, you're going into that game, that is a realistic win for vegas right? right like i'm not going like fuck we lost to the vegas golden knights. i'm going yeah f- we would have lost to the vegas golden knights
1: that's yeah.
0: what i expected that's what i had in my prediction
1: yeah fuck it's, well we lost four nothing to them earlier in the season if it was four nothing again yeah. yeah okay of course they're gonna do the same thing why wouldn't they like yeah, exactly that's, what, what else are we gonna do
0: my, my, so. my favorite thing though out of that game i'm gonna pick one thing out and i'm just gonna actually before i even say it i'm gonna double check okay in my, because I'm pretty sure this is the one that I'm thinking about here uh, where is it where is it e- yes uh, it's uh, Mark Stone I get it it's the Vegas Golden Knights I get it it's Kevin Chattenkirk I get it shorthanded goals suck ass shorthanded yeah. breakaways what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, dude. I, I thought we figured out our power play last year, but it's just been anemic this year. Like it's off. I was actually just going to talk about this about the Philly game. Um, the, op- for, the the offense but, overall over the last month and a
0: half, I'd say, has just squandered. Oh yeah, the offense like is, just just overall. The offense it's is not like, even. It's, it's not even like a pure power play thing. Just overall, like. Was Our a, offense
1: is like a literal raisin. It's just so dehydrated. <laughs> like a raisin that you left out in the sun on a July day. And then it's just like, okay, it had a little bit of moisture, but now it's it, it's essentially a rock.
0: It was the, it was as dehydrated as me over the break here because I dealt with food poisoning and just nothing was staying in. Yeah. It was as dehydrated as that. It was not a good time. Um but like I think there was a, there was a stat that was playing during the calgary game like early on and i think it was in the was in like the past five or eight games something like that um was saying that the ducks had scored a goal or less in each of those games it's just Probably. dried up
1: yeah there's nothing
0: so like and yeah. i don't even know if i can like put that on a single guy
1: right like that's yeah. just it's, it's just on everybody you can't. At that point, it's a team thing. If the whole yeah. team has scored a goal or less in the last five games, that's, that's a team thing. Yeah. Like, you can't pick out one guy and be like, why is Trevor Zegers not scoring more goals? This is all his fault. No, why is no. nobody else scoring either? Why is Troy Terry not scoring? Adam Henrique. Yeah. The, the depth, why are they not picking up the sack? Like, you, you literally can't put it on one guy. I, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. For, for um, Terry
0: and Zegers in particular, it kind of upsets me because I dropped them both. On my one fantasy team i know nobody gives a yeah. shit about your fantasy team but i didn't want yeah. to drop them fuck the one team i named Dishigan god and i had Ziegris doing the holy shit pick like the the poser or whatever like it's mm. like it's that picture yeah. right now i gotta find a new fucking name for my team <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean uh, i don't have to i just no. I, I prefer to have it it's be something yeah. related to somebody on my team yeah. but
1: yeah. yeah it's fun um though, Yeah, I I do want to talk about the power play against, um, or the special team, sorry, against Philadelphia um, in particular, because um, Philadelphia power play 0 for 2 in that game on the season. Um, I did have that up, but now it is gone. Um, Hey, your mom's texting me. Oh, (laughs) wild. (laughs) And I'm not
0: just making a joke, she actually did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I figured because it was so out of the blue. Okay, and so (laughs) to be fair, Flyers and ducks actually tied in power play percentage as we speak here, both with 15.3%, which actually, you know, isn't isn't like the worst ever. So considering eight percent is the worst ever, but or whatever we had a couple years ago. Um, so also not great, but I thought we played like our penalty kill was seemed really solid against the Philadelphia power play. Like it was just the positioning seemed good. Like, they still got shots away, but they were, like, lower quality. At least it, that's what I thought for the power play. Like, there was... Or for our penalty kill. Just, again, totally eye test. I have no stats to back that up. But, again, the bar is low, so. <laughs> uh, and then on the power play for the Ducks, they went over 5 against the Philadelphia Flyers. Like... I don't expect what, much. Was, I don't expect them to go 3 kill? for 5. Was but like kill
0: right
1: now? the Flyers you mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, it is Oopsies, get out of here. Uh probably also not great. Yep, keep scrolling. Oh wait. Uh 21st in the league, 75.6. Ducks are 70.5, so uh, it's it's okay. It's not great, but it's average. Yeah. Slightly below average, if anything. Yeah. But Oh for five, like like I said, I'm not expecting three for five, but you can't even go one for five.
0: And here I'm, I'm taking a look at daily phase off. Like what? Like their penalty kill would look like.
1: Yeah, I I mean I I don't know too much about the Flyers, so even if you said the names, I'd probably be like, I don't know. I guess maybe they can kill penalties, but
0: All right, uh, top penalty kill units, uh, Scott Lawton. Travis, connect me. Mm-hmm. Ivan Provorov, Rasmus Ristolainen.
1: Okay, I've definitely heard all of those names before.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then so. the second one, uh, Joel Farabee, mm-hmm. uh, Noah Cates, who doesn't even have a picture here on Daily Face Off. <laughs> uh, Travis Sanheim
1: and Tony D'Angelo. Okay, I mean, they are penalty killers, I suppose, but like. Yeah, oh yeah, no shit, Carter.
0: Sorry, going way back. Yeah, no shit, Carter. Hart wasn't in the game. He's on IR. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: he, he's healthy now, but yeah. Oh, he's still listed on it here. Anyway. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, doesn't matter. But yeah, it's. I, I did want to kind of praise the penalty kill a little bit because I didn't think it looked awful. And mm-hmm. I mean, zero for two against a not great power play. At least it's not. <laughs> you're getting lit up by one of the worst power plays in the league too. So that's yeah. that's nice, but. O for five is embarrassing, man. Like, it's, 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 it just sucks. So, yeah. Yeah. But I don't have anything else to add about these games. Um, So, but you had some good, like, kind of just overall, um, I I guess, more discussion type questions for the Ducks just over the last what we've seen for the last four ish games.
0: Yeah. So, okay. I want to just run through this. We don't have to discuss it. It oh, just yeah. is it's, what it is. Yeah. I'm just here, just, I'm, I'm just kind of being a, a dick, to be honest with you, and proving a point. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. Klingberg's back to his old self, everybody. I, I mean, yeah. we all know it. And I kind of trashed Chat and Kirk earlier. But uh, just Klingberg in particular, right? Past five games. So this goes back to the Minnesota game. And now okay. remember, we are recording this before uh, Dallas plays in 45 minutes. So we should, I guess, probably. Get going here. I know this is this is this is on me primarily. Um past five games, zero points. Shocked. Telling uh, me shocked. <laughs> his uh he's got eight shots on goal over five games as an offensive defenseman. That seems a
1: little low. Um especially if you're not scoring on any of them.
0: Yeah. Uh six blocks and six hits. Like we know he's not a physical guy, but he had the one game against Philly where he had 2 and 2. Um his I and I, I mean I don't try to look at plus minus often or take a whole lot of into it but his plus minus over the five games uh starting with the Minnesota game -1 minus -2 minus uh even 0 -1 -1. Mm. One, one. Um where is what I am looking for yeah here we go uh I wish I could get paid seven million dollars to be less useful than a pylon yeah right my, my sister and my stepmom could tell you the devastation that a pylon can cause there's there's a whole story that they got into an accident they hit a pylon oh, on, okay. on, on, on the highway
1: gotcha I was like I feel like there's a story here but I
0: yeah just to to, to do that. Um, okay. I can maybe get into it another, another time. or I guess it's been a few weeks. It's kind of passed. But anyway, I, I know the devastation that a pylon can cause. Which mm-hmm. is why I kind of like a few, like quite a few years ago was even like guys back off on the Dion Fonofi's he's a pylon jokes because like a pylon can be useful too. Fonofi's a little bit more. We are actually seeing somebody who deserves a pylon is more useful in John Kleinberg. Yeah.
1: I can't wait to get a fifth round pick for him. <laughs> Like, on one hand, it's a fifth-hand pick we didn't have before. But on the other hand, if you actually did something, (laughs) we could maybe get a first or a second. Like, fuck. So fucking Gavrikov is supposed to get a first. Sherat got a first last year. And if you're asking, who the fuck is that? Exactly. And now John fucking Klingberg isn't even worth
0: a first. Now, okay, now I know this isn't even a defenseman. This is a forward. This is a guy that was scratched for, I think, three or four games straight before getting sent. Right, just to get some time, Ryan Reeves got a mm-hmm. third round pick. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a knock on Ryan Reeves. That's I'm I don't know if we're gonna get any more than that, at least on John Glengberg.
1: No, there's no way. Unless, any some team, t- unless no some team's team, gonna do it. Like,
0: unless some team honestly goes, Okay, we understand you played on the Anaheim Ducks, so like you were on it, you're on your back foot to start with, which 100%. But there's being on like your back foot. And then there's, I'm going to take three more steps back just for shits because I got my money this year. Yeah. Right? Like, if money's all you care about, sure. Whatever. Keep going to do it. If you want to be a hockey player, though, I'm assuming you have some competitive drive to you, right? You want to try to help your team a little bit. You maybe want to go to a competitor, considering you were just on one in Dallas for the last few years. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Probably you should have that drive to want that. Like, like I was saying in the New Year's resolution episode, put yourself in the position that a team will want you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because if I'm, if I honestly, if I'm the GM of an NHL team right now, I'm looking at John Klangberg and going, Yeah, he's on the Anaheim Ducks, but what is he doing with the team? What is he doing to make them better? He's not doing anything to make them better. He has a weight on the ankle. And jumping off, the ti- jumping off the Titanic.
1: Yeah. So like, <laughs> Then what's he gonna bring to my team? Yeah. Like, exactly. Besides just being dead weight, I don't even care if the Ducks retain half the salary, or if he goes to Arizona and we get a double retention. Like, why would you even consider paying? Would that be one point seven five million even yeah. for John Klingberg right now? It's nuts. now. And I, Morris, I do want to point out something about him though. Yeah. Um, okay. Sure. For uh, just in terms of time on ice. Um, I don't have the average numbers because I don't feel like punching those into a calculator right now, but first 10 games of the season played roughly 24 25 minutes a night. Um, There's some anomalies in there, but yeah. Um, The next 10 games he played started um, yeah, 23 he had one almost 30 minute game against Minnesota and I have no idea why because I don't think that was a yeah, I have no idea. Um, the next... Yeah, and then by game 20, he played 15 and a half minutes uh, against the New York Rangers in a win. So, maybe we're uh, seeing something there. Kling 15 Kling and a half S- minutes against the New York Rangers and th- we win the game? It's Not bad. Once we get into oh, yeah, the no, no. next five games, so games 21 to 25, his minutes dropped from Almost 21 to 20 to 19, 18 and a half down to just shy of 17, um, where he's kind of stayed. And then against the Philadelphia Flyers, he's only played 15 minutes. So essentially, we have seen a very steady decrease in minutes for John Klingberg, which credit where it's due, at least Dallas Eakins recognizes that John Klingberg is a liability, but you can't simply just not play him because then, A, who do you replace him with? And B, that then you're not going to get anything for him but at least he's like okay at least we're, we're going to give him less minutes because he's being useless and we're going to reward Cam Fowler so credit where it's due there but yeah John Klingberg has been just yeah
0: yeah less okay, useless so, than a pylon yeah <laughs> so okay i'm going to i'm going to read off one more thing and then i have his replacement here okay okay so over his 31 games uh cuz he's He's an offensive defenseman, right? So I get Mm -hmm. it. Maybe the defensive aspect. Like, you're still a defenseman. You have to be defensive, right? Yeah. But you focus maybe a little bit more on some of the offensive stats, Mm -hmm. right? And capability and production. 116 shot attempts this season in 31 games. 44 of those have actually got on net,
1: Not scoring or that, just on net. Been a save that the goaltender had to make. Or a goal, I suppose. Now, this also comes
0: from him being on the back end a little bit, but he doesn't create a whole lot of high chances as well for the team either. Mm -hmm. Unblocked attempts. So this includes shots that have missed the net. Mm -hmm. One high danger this season. (laughs) Six medium danger. And 65, low danger. Now, for comparison, pulled up Cam Fowler. Mm -hmm. Because this is a guy that's not supposed to be on the power play.
1: But is because he's replaced by Greenberg.
0: Yeah. Fowler this season, uh, I'm not sure how many games offhand, uh, four high danger chances. Already an improvement. Already. Nine, medium danger. Mm -hmm. And 70, low danger. So that's primarily shorthanded in five on five, yeah. (laughs) Like Klingberg brings nothing useful to this team. So I'm going to end it off with this for tonight's game and next Wednesday's game. Actually, we can talk about that Um, just in in the scope of this replacement here. All right, Mm -hmm. and talk about these two games in particular. Even though I know there's a Boston one and uh, San Jose in there in between. The Anaheim Ducks are playing home games on a Wednesday night, which means it's mighty night, right? Or whatever you want to call it. It's it's the orange alternate jerseys. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to give this guy a jersey. He's already coming up wearing the color. Throw a pylon out there, seriously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I I kid you not. I want to see Dallas Eagans just hail Mary a pylon onto the ice.
1: Like as soon as Klingberg comes in for a shift, <laughs> just fucking chucks it yep. at so- at somebody, preferably someone on the just, other team. Just that would be funny. It, just
0: though. huck it into our own end in the in between the hash marks.
1: Yeah, and get John Gibson to just and park oh, it, like park oh, like, it right in front of the net, and just be like, "Here, yeah. <laughs> this is this like, is where I want you to stand, Pylon. Thank you for listening."
0: Like that can be in the defensive end, and it will still contribute more offensively. On the other side of the ice than John Klingberg does this season. Okay, I'm I'm done bashing on him now. Okay. I got one more thing I want to talk about here because we are
1: getting yeah, close to the game on. and
0: we got a shit ton more to talk about. It's it's what happens when you take two weeks off. Um, yeah. it's understanding it's understandable that you know John Gibson returned from injury and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But Lucas Dossel was playing really well. Oh, yeah. And his last game was that game against the Flames that they lost in overtime. Did Dostal deserve to lose the net, though, after that Calgary game? I think not, personally. I think he should have started that game against Vegas. Because he was still on the roster at the time.
1: Um, Refresh my memory here. When did Gibson come back from from injury? I think
0: Gibson was back that game.
1: The uh, Golden Knights game? The Vegas game? Or was he backing uh, up, um, up for the Calgary game?
0: Let me. I still have the rosters here. Let me. Because I thought he was backing yep. up for Calgary. Um. Can I not just see the lineup? I am not sure offhand, actually. Okay. Um. I thought it would show like where the, like who the backup was. Yeah, you'd think, hey? Oh, wait, yeah, there you go. Uh, additional oh, you information for the Calgary game. Uh, John Gibson scratched.
1: Scratched. Okay, so yeah, he was not in the lineup then. So, yeah. So Vegas was his first game back, and that's the one he played in. Yeah. Uh, which he which played great in, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I I mean, I get, I do get it. It's like, okay, Gibson's back. He's obviously our starter. Um, let's give him this game, see what he can do, get back into the swing of things. I That I
0: don't have the issue with. It's... You got a kid. You got a kid that's playing really good, right? Like, yeah. Normally, like, and I've been the guy that's been stressing, like, rest on John Gibson and whatnot because we've seen that he falters off, mm-hmm. right? But Dostal did just have the Christmas break, right, and continued to play well, right? Yeah. Like I was yeah. saying, like as long as he stayed above a 900, that's fantastic for how this season has gone for the Anaheim Ducks and their oh, other two sure. and Stellars and Gibson, right? Mm-hmm. Like that is top notch. And that's what he did again in that game, right? Like going to extra time and he put up a 933 save percentage and then you're the backup and then yes, Stellars comes back back but then you get sent down to the AHL.
1: Yeah. I, I dunno. If I was if I was the coach, it's not a it, it wouldn't be a knock on Lucas Dostal but I would start Gibson against Vegas just because he's coming back from injury and it's like, let's get you back into game action. Mm-hmm. And and I think Dostal would understand. Um against the Preds, I I don't know. I I would probably go back to Dostal personally, I again though I don't have the issue with going back to Gibson because hey, he got you a win. Those are hard to come by these days. Let's okay, sure. Let's throw in Gibson again. Dostal, nothing against you, but this guy won the last game. We're gonna ride the hot hand, and then you see the fucking egg that we lay against the Preds. I don't know. Like I, I know that Stellars came back, so like obviously, it's a it's a, money it's and a, a an interesting pace, thing for though. yeah. Well, the, well, not for us, but I don't know. It is a it I is guess, a it is a roster space. A roster space, yes. Sorry, yeah. but yeah, money is not no money. Yeah, yeah, money's not the money and cap space. Or, no. uh, yeah. If if you knew, if sorry, um, I'm the coach right now. If I knew that Stellars was, <laughs> I'm the coach now. <laughs> yeah, if I knew that Stellars was coming back, and obviously you're gonna send Dostal down because he's the guy that doesn't need to go through waivers. And now just let him light up the AHL and have some success down there. And then Which, y- uh, you figure out what yeah. to do next year, right? We've talked about that. Yeah. So, But if I knew that Stellars was coming back and that basically the Preds game was the last chance for Dostal to play an NHL game, play him in that right. game. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That's That's the issue I have. But, I mean, again... You could say, hey, John, we know that you're good to come back, but Dostel's only got a couple games left. He's been playing great, and we want to make sure you're 100% healthy. We, you can back up tonight so that mm-hmm. Eric Sinek can go down and actually do something in the uh, American Hockey League because, oh boy, do they need it. Um, yeah. But so I, I even think you could have made him the backup. I don't think it's a big deal to give John Gibson the backup role for that one game and give Dostal the yeah. game against the Knights. And then, and then, regardless of if it's a win or a loss, you can give uh, Gibson the, the Preds game, and I don't think anyone bats an eye. But it's it, it is a shame that Dostal just kind of was like, oh, our boy's back. Thanks, See Lucas. You. See you later.
0: Yeah. and it's, we've seen this before with Gibson getting hurt and returning from injury. Right, As they throw him into there, and he has a great start. And th- now this falter was a little bit quicker than we've normally seen, but it's a great start. They play him, they play him, they play him, and he dips off again.
1: Yeah,
0: and like then, no, it, then, it, then it goes hard. We just hit the hard way fucking quicker than we
1: usually do. Yeah, and now um, you know that you're going to play Gibson against Dallas too. Like. I'm sorry, like why why would you play Stellars against Dallas when he's just coming back from it? like I I literally can't yeah. them that. Like unless um unless Gibson let in like four goals against the Flyers, um, and then Stellars had to come in. Like four goals on four shots, sorry, against the Flyers, and then had yeah. Stellars I was come like in he did and, let in four goals. <laughs> and and posted essentially a shutout um for the rest of the game. Like, okay, then you can go for Stellars. But like why? We we know by now. Everybody knows that Stellars isn't just gonna get the start. Yeah, so it's yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. But long, long story short, to answer your question here, I guess um, he d- he did not deserve to lose the net after the Calgary game. Yes, you are paying a lot more money for John Gibson, and he has been your guy for a long time. But mm. I think he understands that eventually oh, yeah. Dostal's going to go back down to the AHL, and the net will be his once again. I, I don't think yeah. Gibson's going to take it personally. Yes, he always wants to play, but. It's like, oh, hey, look at mm. what this kid has been doing in your absence. We're going to give him another game, and then we will give you yeah. one, and then we'll see where Stolarz is at. Here you go. Lucas, we'll give you another one before we send you down. Or so, Well, Gibson got us a win, so is going to back up now, but Stolarz isn't back, so you still have an opportunity. Like, it's, I don't know.
0: Yeah. It, it's for, just, for, it seems for, like poor from,
1: management at that point.
0: Yeah, for me, it was just the how quickly it was of like, Lucas, you're awesome. You're awesome. Yo, oh, Gibby's back. Okay, get the fuck out, Lucas. See you later. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, right? it's...
0: like th- thanks for what you did, okay. Gibby. Get over here. Get over here. Get over here, buddy. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Okay, yeah, you, you had a great game against Vegas, buddy. You had a great game against. Oh, don't don't worry about the eight sixty against the Preds, man. Don't worry about the eight sixty. It's all good against the Preds. Oh, oh no, and then an eight seventy nine against the against the Flyers. Oh, it, it's it's okay, but now, now.
1: I am going to jump ahead here just um, because I think it's a good segue so with uh, Dostal being sent down and having tasted the NHL for a significant chunk of time now which he hasn't already gotten um, I I think now he's hungry to get back and like he is his mindset is just like the NHL mindset even though he's playing in the AHL and I think we saw that in his first game back down in San Diego. So we're going to jump ahead into our Gulls update here where, you know what, Eck actually did not too bad, winning, I'm assuming he start started in these games, but uh, the Gulls won 6-2 against the Tucson Roadrunners, 5-4 against the Henderson Silver Knights, um, and then lost 4-1 to the Henderson Silver Knights, and then in the third game in a row against the Henderson Silver Knights, Dostel comes back and the Gulls win 3-0.
0: With Lucas Dossel setting a goals franchise record for uh, career shutouts with uh, four.
1: Oh, damn. Like four in total or four just on the season? Four in total. Four it's in total. Uh, okay. is
0: Dossel's second on the season.
1: Oh, damn. In the
0: AHL. Nice. Uh, Rito Berra was the prior holder for the San Diego goals.
1: Oh, that's a name I have not heard in a long time. Yeah, right? Yeah. Where did? Was he a Calgary goaltender? For a split second, yep. Very brief moment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I know him most for his time in Colorado, actually.
1: Okay, yeah. but Cool. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on down in San Diego. Those games going back to December 23rd there, so around the same time frame as the Ducks. Uh, upcoming games, we've got January 6th and 7th against the Milwaukee Admirals and January Pop. 11th versus yes. San Jose Barracuda.
0: Pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Who is Who are the Milwaukee Admirals the affiliate to? Um, is it the I Islanders mean, no it's not I've been seeing quizzes about like the AHL like who are the NHL affiliates in the AHL kind of thing oh yeah I'm awful and, like even that. like <laughs> some like top hockey minds are kind of like struggling with mm-hmm. it and I'm like I, I'm kind of laughing because there's only the one that I keep messing up
1: Um, and it's the Milwaukee Admirals
0: no, it's not Milwaukee. Actually, it's okay. uh, I I haven't even looked it up. Um, it's uh, Carolina's affiliate because this year they did introduce the Coachella Valley Firebirds for Seattle, right? Yeah. So it's it like it it kind of there's some weird restructuring there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, and like I'm not even that in tune, I guess, with the AHL. So, but uh, you said you said the Islanders. That yeah. is incorrect. That is the uh, uh, the Bridgeport Islanders.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I've literally never heard Bridgeport? that in my entire life, honestly. Yeah, Bridgeport. Um, okay.
0: who were originally the Bridgeport Sound Tigers because of like the sound, um, like the body oh, of yeah. water kind of thing. Um, but then everybody was bugging because like the like the New York Islanders own Bridgeport. Um, but Bridgeport isn't an island, so mm. like, where's the island? Um, no, the Milwaukee Admirals are the affiliate of the Nashville Predators.
1: Mm. Yeah. Cool. I, I just had to. Look every, it up, every every, every now and too long to get there. Yeah, so. sorry. I, I was trying to. I'm just like,
0: where, where's my train of thought? I get 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 back here. Um, obviously the San Jose Barracuda, the San
1: Jose Sharks, Los Angeles Kings.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Okay, I, you know I'm gonna actually make a rule here. Okay, that's gonna be our Sunday or next Wednesday. I'm giving you a, ch- a couple trivia
1: episodes, actually. Okay.
0: Now, you, like, so you're not allowed to prep for this oh, one, yeah, yeah. but that I'm takes gonna the fun I'm gonna it,
1: quiz yeah. you on the 32. A- okay, champion. sounds good. I think just to see if you can get it. I think I could get 50. percent Okay, that's pretty good. That's I mean, that's 16 yeah. teams. Yeah, because yeah, I I know like some of the obscure ones, and then some of them are easy, like the Iowa Wild. Color me shocked. If it, and the Abbotsford Canucks, like I think we can figure yeah. out those ones. Like yeah. the, we can get there. But yes, yeah, so there's some there's some weird ones that I probably wouldn't get. So Yeah. So
0: yeah, no, no prep allowed. Okay. I want to see how you do. Sounds good. Are, you know what? Ah, uh, you know what? Actually, we're gonna do that at the end of this episode. That's okay. what we're gonna do. We're gonna
1: we're gonna push the other or, trivia. Yeah. Okay, just to make sure I don't cheat. Sounds good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just okay. to make sure, yeah, to make I, sure I know you for, don't cheat.
1: <laughs> I know for sure that I'll get four of them. I'll get Calgary, I'll get Anaheim, I'll get Edmonton, and then I'll get uh, Nashville because we just talked about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, Gulls 10th in the Pacific Division, 923 and 0 record so far. And uh, yeah, then you've got some stats for us, Nate, on the top five players and then the goaltenders.
0: Yeah, so uh, Daniel Reagan is listed at number four in points on the Gulls, but remember he was part of that tr- uh, three way trade mm. with Florida and Detroit a few weeks ago. So, uh, really, number five is Jacob Perreault, uh with 14 points. Dra- uh, Braden Tracy with 17. Uh, our boy Bo Grew with 20. Nicholas Brulillard with 26. And Rocco Grimaldi leading the way still with 30 points in 31 games.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, then to the goalie stats, uh, Lucas Dostal, his numbers are still fantastic. Yeah. Um, He's got a 272 uh, goals against a 921 safe percentage in 21 games played there, uh, picking up his second shutout of the season against uh, Henderson, as we talked about. Uh, Ole Erickson-Eck, just being a backup, 472 goals against an 858 save percentage in nine games played. Not, great,
1: uh, not bad either.
0: Yeah, uh, I believe it was Garrett Metcalf was relieved of his... Uh, professional tryout I guess with uh, the goals okay. um, where he put up a flat five goals against average in five games uh, and a 845 save percentage and then uh, Daniel Manella again these numbers are so skewed because of how little he played yeah uh, but eight minutes so. and 55 seconds a 40.37 goals against average uh and 538 save percentage in two appearances yeah so that's, that's rough yep. for him but that is so but uh yeah okay i guess uh fuck i got yeah what we got 25 minutes so yeah
1: we're good burn we'll, uh,
0: through uh, news yeah, we're, and we're almost quiz done and yeah yeah so, so
1: um I mean, there's not really too much on the injury front besides Stellar's coming back, which we've talked about already. Jones, Grant, Lundestrom, and Drysdale are still out with injuries. Um, Jones, Grant, and Lundestrom might be back soon-ish, if given cool. their timeline. Uh, like, kind of mid to end of January, I think. And then Drysdale to be seen, if at all. This season. I'm still hoping Drysdale, honestly, is just next season. Just
0: let the kid yeah, yeah. heal and rest. Absolutely. Like, I'm sure he's yeah. itching to get back too, mm-hmm. right? But, like, just I would rather be certain with a young key piece
1: like that, for sure. And especially for a shoulder injury, those can yeah, those can bug you for a while. So yeah, um, Ducks signed goaltender Gage Alexander to a three-year uh, entry-level contract. He was a fifth-round pick in the 2021 draft. We've talked about him a little bit, um, mm. and uh, yeah, he was a WHL goaltender, and um, I feel like I've seen him play. I think I went to a game in Medicine Hat where he was against Winnipeg where he was the uh, goaltender there.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, Yeah, yeah, so this past season, uh, I guess this current season he was playing with uh, the Swift Current Broncos instead actually. uh, Putting up an 8-5 and 1 record in 15 games uh, with the Broncos there. Um, He's appeared in... Oh wait, what? Oh, 60 WHL contests between Swift Current and Winnipeg um, mm-hmm. where he's posted a 33 16 and 6 record uh, three shutouts uh, yeah. 281 goals against average, which is low for the a- uh, for the WHL, I feel like mm-hmm. and a 902 safe percentage um,
1: which is pretty decent, so
0: yeah. And last season alone, the 21 22 season with the Winnipeg Ice, uh, 18 7 and 4, with two of those three shutouts, uh, a 2.4 goals against and a 9 save percentage in 29 appearances. It's all
1: right. That's all right.
0: And uh, sets career bests in wins, shutouts, saves with 696 uh, minutes. Uh, with 1,703 and appearances. Nice. So, yeah. Um, if he, God forbid, we go through another. Uh,
1: Don't say it. Don't say the R word. What?
0: I'm oh, confused. we're, were going to say
1: rebuild? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh uh, the, the P word. What? Pand- pandemic? No. I don't know. Where Shitstorm
0: with the goalies were like our top oh, two okay, guys are gone. I couldn't think of the word anyway. That's why I use Shit Um <laughs> so he was assigned to San Diego actually, uh, because he is a 20-year-old. Hmm. Um so that's able to do but with Stellars back now, because this was signed on the 30th of December. So and it still says that he's listed with San Diego, but with having Ericsson Eck and Stellars back now, I'm not exactly sure uh where he is um either way though if he happened to get called up to the nhl uh that's pretty good money actually for a fifth round pick eight hundred and ten thousand dollars
1: for three years too
0: yeah which like what the top end is like 950 975 i think Mm -hmm. so with minimum in the nhl being seven or 750 i think think it's 750
1: Um, now yeah
0: so like 810 is actually pretty good for a fifth round pick, especially a goalie. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. Um, if so, assuming though he's playing just in uh San Diego, though, uh, $550,000 uh, this year, which is still pretty good. That's still a lot more money than I'm making. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 60000 uh in the next two years after. So mm.
1: I, I don't totally know how it works. So, um, if you are if you can like. I think you can play in the WHL and the AHL, right? Like, those are that's not an issue. Or if you, what do you mean? Like, Gage Alexander, even though he's signed to an NHL contract, he could technically play in the WHL still, if. Um, if, if we wanted him to, is that correct? Yeah,
0: or? I think uh, I'm. I'm trying to think because of his age, because he's twenty.
1: Yeah. Because mm. he
0: didn't have an NHL contract. So I'm not 100% sure. I feel like for 20, that's fine. Uh, depending but, on when his birthday... It might be depending on when his birthday is. Because I think at could be. 21, then, with the WHL, it's you have, like, the overage rules.
1: Like, you're only allowed so many guys. Like I think yeah. it's and they can't 21 be NHL year players, rules. I don't think. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um. Anyways, where, where I was kind of going is... I And I don't know what, like... The assigning rules and stuff like that are, but I wonder if it's like, okay, we we're gonna sign him to this deal. We're gonna assign him to San Diego as like a more of like a paper transaction. But then he, like, if he has to like clear like a waiver type system or something, um, I don't know how that works. Again, I'm totally spitballing, but if it's yeah. like a paper type transaction, but then he's gonna still play in the WHL, so that if Gibson. Or goes down, Dostal can come up again, and then it's not just Erickson Eck, and then whoever we had, whose names I forget because I'm not directly looking yeah. at them, coming up to cover in the AHL on an emergency basis. Then yeah. it's like, okay, we have Gage Alexander that we can recall from the WHL into the AHL, and now he's with, he's he's actually you know part like of the system. Yeah. So it's so I think it's more just like. Goalie it's kind insurance, of, it's, in a way, it, it's for the like AHL. What,
0: yeah, it's kind of what you had with um, Vegas in their first year, where they got to the point that they called Dylan Ferguson up from the Kamloops Blazers. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I wonder if it's more something like that, where, okay, if A, a we want to sign into a contract because he's 20, and he's only going to get more expensive, because look at what he's doing in the WHL, but mm-hmm. um, it's also, okay, we, we need a kind of like a succession plan, in a way, if no, no, that's not the right word. But we need like a emergency plan if our goalies start to go down. So, um, but I mean, also in yeah. a way, kind of a succession plan too, because it's like, okay, we've seen what Dostal can do. We can kind of rely on him. I'm, I'm
0: looking a bit more of a succession plan. Wait tandem of Dostal, Alexander,
1: Dostal taking a couple more, like mm. a few more of the games. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm thinking tandem next season where Dostal's in the NHL. Oh, I'm thinking in a, a couple
0: seasons here, I guess. And, it, and
1: it's Ericssonek and Alexander. In the AHL, and it's Dostal and one of Gibson or Stellars. That's kind of what I was thinking.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was thinking but, like potentially by the Anaheim trade deadline down the line,
1: kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Alexander and Dostal.
1: Oh well, yes, eventually, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, trade deadline's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, maybe kind, maybe Dostal becomes an NHL regular and. Likewise, Alexander, and AHL regular in the uh, not-too-distant future.
0: So, Yeah. Uh, speaking of goaltenders in the cage tonight, uh, sure enough, John Gibson.
1: Again, color me shocked. <laughs>
0: like, Ugh, I can't wait uh, to see how that goes. Okay. One
1: other thing here for news, uh, our boy Pavel Mintukov, who, if you don't remember, was the 10th overall pick of the 2022 NHL Entry Draft, um, to the Anaheim Ducks and he's currently playing in the OHL with the Saginaw Spirit and this month he where did the sorry I closed the tab apparently um, but he was named the defenseman of the month for December for the third time in a row which is a first in <laughs> OHL history and uh, with this is the tweet from the Uh, Ontario Hockey League's official Twitter account. With five consecutive multi-point showings headlining a 16-point month of December, Ducks prospect Pavel Minchikov of Saginaw Spirit is the OHL defenseman of the month. This season, in 34 games played, has put up 51 points. I, I was looking, I was like 37. I was like, I mean, that's decent over a point per game. But no, 37 assists, 51 points as a defenseman in 34 games in the OHL. Which is third in the OHL, yeah, o- among everybody, <laughs> forwards and defense, right? Is that is that not right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- third in points among skaters. So, <laughs> I think I, love I think it. this kid's he might be all right. Obviously, he's not going to be over a point per game pace in the NHL. Maybe, just maybe, but like, um, uh, like don't hold your breath for that. But. It, If you're a defenseman and you're over a point poker game pace in junior, something's there. You're probably going to be a decent player in the NHL. So,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Looking, uh, look forward to uh, a little more defensive depth in a few years. I'm sure. Yeah. No no more more John Klingbergs in three to four years.
0: (laughs) No. Uh, one more thing, just on the prospect end, because I just saw his name here. Uh. Sasha Pastajov is currently hmm. sitting 5th in power play points in the OHL with 9. Uh, the leader cool. at number 1 of the Hamilton Bulldogs a- uh, Avery Hayes has 14. So sweet. Nice. That's good to see a couple Ducks prospects doing really well there. So
1: yeah, the, the future is still bright.
0: Which yeah. is good. Um
1: Yeah, speaking and of then-
0: some bright futures, is that something we want to want to hit on there? Yeah. Or was there something else that you wanted to say nope.
1: that I did? I jump the gun? Nope, you went exactly where I was going to go. So that's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, we've got a couple upcoming games to talk about before our Monday episode. Friday versus the San Jose Sharks, a 7 p.m. Pacific time start. That will be at home because we're on the world's longest 10-game homestand. World's <laughs> longest homestand. Of, yeah, it's the same length as all the other 10-game homestands. <laughs> uh, it, it,
0: it, it is long, but it just feels long as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, actually, let's talk about that one first. Um, I think, th- is this the last meeting of the Ducks uh, and the Sharks?
0: just double-checking right now, oh, actually. Okay.
1: Cool. Um, yes, this is the last meeting. Okay, uh, 6-5 shootout win for the Ducks. In the first meeting of the season on November 1st, a few days later, a 5-4 shootout win for the Ducks. Uh, We're not going to talk about the third one, but it was not (laughs) a win uh, at all for the Ducks. Um, And then, yeah, January 6th is the fourth and final meeting there where the Sharks will be looking to tie up the season series or for the Ducks to take a dominant 3-1 series win there. Um, So everybody here knows what's going on. In San Jose, we don't need to, I think, talk about that too much. But we are going to look at our score predictions. And if you're watching, you will immediately see a nice little green bar has popped up hey, there. Hey, oh. Carter got one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, My 4-1 prediction against the Philadelphia Flyers came to fruition there. So looking good, looking good. Um, so we've both got one each of score and team right. Um, you have two, just the scores. I have one, which is the Philadelphia one. Um, and then in terms of just predicting the team, you're winning 23-17 to 17 out of 38 possible games. So That's not
0: bad, actually.
1: 38 possible games that have happened at yeah. this point. So we still have Dallas up here, where if you want a refresher, because I don't remember what I predicted back then, I said 5-2 Dallas, you said 3-1 Dallas. So yeah. it'll... Everyone else will already know what's going on here, but we will find out in a few hours what the result is there. So, yeah. anyways, long story short, San Jose, what do you got for a prediction on this one, Nate?
0: Uh, I don't know. We seem to just get shit stomped by some of the lower-end teams. I'm going to go 4-1. Uh, yeah, 4-1. San Jose? San Jose, yep.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean... we either get blown out of the water or we win in the shootout against San Jose (laughs) and recently, too. That's what's happened. So, um, like in the last three games that we've seen. So, um, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say 5-4 Anaheim win shootout, obviously.
0: All right. Or overtime.
1: 5-4 extra minutes. That's what we'll say. Uh, We'll come back to this in a few minutes here, but... We also have one other upcoming game, which will be Sunday at 5 30 Pacific time, again at home against the Boston Bruins. I don't think the Ducks have played the Bruins.
0: It was very early. It was like game two or oh. three of the season. Oh. That was the That was our uh, overtime
1: loss, was it not?
0: Uh shootout loss to the shootout Bruins loss. 2-1. Um since then, though, uh the Bruins have decided to uh well, one, listen to our preseason way too early predictions uh and go fuck you Nate hmm. um and uh go 29-4 and 4 this
1: season. <laughs> are they, are they <laughs> where I undefeated said at home, aren't they?
0: Where in I regulation? said they were missing where I said they were missing the playoffs. Um
1: undefeated yes, at home in regulation, yeah.
0: 19-0 and 3 at home. Jesus Christ.
1: Damn. That's nuts, man. That's absolutely nuts. Um, The Bruins will be in San Jose on Saturday, the night before, which I guess also means that San Jose will be preparing to face Boston on the second half of a back-to-back after our game Mm -hmm. against them. Um, Am I crackling? You're cracked. Yeah, you're quite a bit. Give me a sec here.
0: Fix that up. What are you doing? (laughs) As Carter tweak stuff i'm just gonna fill in the time here uh for a, uh you're just in the left side um
1: but it's better it's not so correctly
0: yeah can just kind of hear a little bit of stuff in the background but i mean that's it's gonna happen uh yeah. boston on the road is 10-4-1 uh on the season uh like carter said they will be playing the la kings and then the san jose sharks um yeah, 62 points on the season. The next team back is the Carolina Hurricanes with 56, just to give you an idea of how dominant Boston is being lately. That's nuts. Um, and then, if is that... Carolina's not even in their division, I don't think. No. Uh, so for their division alone, uh, for the Atlantic, the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are having a pretty damn good season as well, uh, 23, 8, and 7, uh, they are... Nine points back of the Boston Bruins in their own division.
1: Damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Boston, man. That's, yeah, they're on a whole nother level. That's absolutely insane. So, yeah. Um, uh, so but they're a good team, although they will be on the road. So there is a chance. <laughs> right? Right?
0: <laughs> What's the surprise you, you said that, that? With... Yeah, I did. Uh, their road record is uh, 10 4 and 1. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So I mean, the only time they've lost in regulation is on the road. But then again, they're about to play a team that has uh, what? Are, what are we at now? Th- three, four regulation wins?
1: Maybe three. I, I don't know. I would have to.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I, I kind of uh, lost track after
1: the we didn't hit this.
0: I feel like it's still more in Boston's favor. Um... Oh. <laughs> are you sure?
1: <laughs> the first place team
0: place team. I, I might be feeling this one, so but I am still not going to put money down on it. <laughs> smart. First, Just smart. out of fear, basically. Um You don't want to take one for the team? No, I don't. Sure. Unless someone wants to send me the money on PayPal or whatever, but um for this game. Uh, it sounds bad considering my thing after San Jose. I'm gonna go five two for Boston.
1: Oh damn, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh
0: and I'm saying it's two goals because like Jeremy Swayman hasn't been horrible, but he's been the lesser of the two
1: goalies and they're gonna play Swayman, I think. So oh yeah I think you played Allmark on the first half for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um even though it's like doesn't really matter both teams you're probably gonna beat but you you just give Allmark the first one. So and then I think you're pretty comfortable with playing Pretty much anybody against Anaheim. Exhibit yeah. A being Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, to be fair, they did play him against the Kings and the Sharks too. But um, yeah, so well, because I was gonna say five two. Uh, oh. I guess I'll say five one. Five one.
0: Plus, okay, here, here. So Swayman is the is the lesser of him and Olmark. With a 7-3-3 record, a 268 goals against, and an 897 save percentage. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, John Gibson is the statistical better half of the duo of Gibson and Stellars, uh, but has a 398 goals against and an 897 save percentage. The same save percentage. Oh, wow. That's not good. At all? (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh,
1: All right. Well, let's. um, Is that? Did we cover everything? Because we kind of jumped around. I think we're good. Hey.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think uh, trivia. you had World Juniors and Bedard here. We kind of
1: covered that already.
0: Yeah, we talked about a little bit. uh, Um, I'm going to add one more thing here, just because I know we're listening. We have a lot of American listeners, but as we were recording this, Canada. Beating the states in the semis. The states are done. Go, Canada.
1: Well, I mean, they still get the bronze medal game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess they do. The con- they, they have a potential chance.
1: consolation prize. So,
0: so Canada, check you.
1: I never would have predicted for that. the gold medal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Which, great segue. We're yeah, going to be doing the watch along. That's what for I was that. trying to go for. Yeah. Tomorrow, um, Thursday, I guess. Yeah, Thursdays. Mm. Today, sorry. Today, if you're listening to this, um, we're going to be doing that 3.30 p.m. Pacific time over on the THPN YouTube channel. Um, I, unfortunately, am working late, so I'm going to miss probably the first half-ish of it, but Nate will be yeah. on there, and I will probably be in the chat, because as I told Nate, <laughs> it's a, a lot of it is just sitting around waiting for things to happen, but somebody has to be there to make sure shit doesn't go wrong, and that's me. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I will be in the chat as much as as possible, um, and I, I will absolutely have the game on, and then I will race home and get safely race home, following all traffic laws. Don't worry. <laughs> um, and then I'll jump on for the watch along. So yeah, and then uh, while we're at it here for watch longs, we'll also be doing one if Anaheim you, you, and Edmonton at yeah. eight, or sorry, seven p.m. Pacific time um, on next Wednesday. So uh, basically a full week from when we're recording this and six days from when you hear this, if you're listening on Thursday.
0: Yeah. Now, you might be going, do I really want to watch Canada play? You know, the States are going to play for the bronze. Uh, you will because the, uh, Canada has Ducks prospects, namely Owen Zellweger and future Anaheim Ducks prospect, Connor Bedard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get your jersey down, And, now, I, and I know there's somebody I'm missing, and I can't think of it right now. Um, why am I blanking? Anyway. Oh, yeah, you're right. There is somebody else. Yeah, why can't I think of it uh, right now? I'm I'm shameful.
1: I will have it for tomorrow. That sounds good. Yeah, you're better. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, total hockey. Tr- oh no, we're not doing that. Total no, we're not doing that'll that. That'll be next I'm week. Gonna... Now. Okay. Okay. All right. right.
0: Yeah. Okay. AHL teams. Yes. AHL NHL fire. affiliates. Yep. Yeah, so I'm just going to give you the AHL team okay. in alphabetical order. Um, mm-hmm. you just give me the NHL team.
1: Okay. Are Are you keeping score or am I? Yes, I will keep score here. Okay.
0: And I'm trusting you that you don't have a cheat sheet up.
1: I don't. No. I mean, I have the Gulls roster up here, but I'm gonna get that one. So <laughs> yeah, you're,
0: you're. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a freebie. So yeah, at least you're not getting zero percent. All right, yeah. team number one, Abbotsford Canucks, Vancouver Canucks, correct. Uh, Bakersfield Condors, Edmonton Oilers, correct. Uh, I'm oh, actually, do that every time that's oh. gonna get really annoying. So <laughs> actually, I just thought about this. You can't change the uh, rules. We've already started. No, but some of them I feel like are a little too obvious, actually going for like the AHL-wise. Yeah, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to give you the NHL team. You have to tell me the AHL team. Or is that too okay. hard for you? Um, fuck
1: it. Let's give it a shot. Let's see how it goes. Okay.
0: All right. So now this is this is going to be completely random. All right? Okay.
1: The Ottawa Senators. I, I, I don't even have a good guess for you. The,
0: <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Uh, that is the Belleville Senators.
1: <sighs> okay. Uh, it, it was in there somewhere. It, it sounds familiar. Yeah. So. Uh, Bridgeport Islanders. I, I thought we were doing NHL teams.
0: Oh, yeah, right. New York Islanders. So like, Bridgeport And I, I guess
1: Islanders. I kind of gave you that earlier in the episode. Yeah. Too,
0: so... Yeah. I'll give you that one. Okay. Uh, the Calgary Flames. They are the Calgary Wranglers.
1: Correct. Yeah. Uh, the Florida Panthers. Ooh. Um, I feel like it's, oh, no, they play in Sunrise. But I feel like it's also Sunrise um, is like the name. It's like the Sunrise, uh, I don't know, Sunrise Palm Trees. I know it's not right, but. Nope. Incorrect. Ugh.
0: Do, you to, do you want me to give you the wrong one? Or like what what it actually is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay,
1: uh, the Charlotte Checkers. Didn't they used to be uh, Carolina's affiliate? For a long time, yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, Speaking of Carolina, the Carolina Hurricanes. (laughs) Um, Well, if it's not the Charlotte Checkers, I have no idea. This is the one that threw me for a little bit. The Chicago Wolves. Oh, right. Yeah. All right, so we are seven in, and you got four so far, so you're passing.
1: Okay. The Columbus Blue Jackets. I feel like it's Ohio something. Is that right? Mm,
0: you're on the right track. Ohio's the state. Think.
1: Think bigger? No, think smaller. Think smaller. Columbus. I'm double checking. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, my American yes. geography is awful. So um... Yeah, think smaller. What else is in Ohio? <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, He's offended all
0: Ohioans. How, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> I've literally never been. <laughs> it's like the one of two Like once you hear the city name, you'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Can I have the city name? I'll for give you a how, hint. I'll how give how you a, I'll give you for this one.
0: I'll give you a quick hint. Okay. Where's the rock and roll hall of fame?
1: Oh, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> See, I know it, but I'm blanking on it. The pressure is getting to me. Uh, Tell me when you tap out. Yeah,
0: just just give it to me. The Cleveland Monsters.
1: Yeah, I never got <laughs> that name. Sigh. There.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, the Seattle Kraken.
1: Oh, you just told me this one earlier. The Coachella Valley Firebirds. Correct. Yeah. Which I still think is a mouthful of a name it's a sick name though uh, the Colorado Avalanche oh um, I should know this one because we uh, they're in the same division as the gulls are why can I not think of it though Colorado Avalanche look we're gonna come back to that one I'm gonna make a note okay yeah it's it, it'll come back when I'm not thinking about it so okay uh, Detroit Red Wings. The uh, Mi- the Michigan Trevor Zegras. I've <laughs> 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 Nope, not quite. <laughs> Am I close? <laughs> not even close. Okay. <laughs> you want one more try?
0: No. The Grand Rapids Griffins. Oh. Colorado Eagles.
1: There we go. That's the ABS one.
0: Yes, that is. I was like, dude, I just gave you the. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, the New York Rangers.
1: The New York Rangers. Um,
0: we gotta speed this up a little bit because
1: we're we're cutting into (laughs) yeah, into the game time. Yeah. Um, the uh MSG Liberty Bells. Oh no, not Liberty Bells. Liberty statues. Uh, the Hartford Wolfpack. Okay. Yeah, I never really got that. Uh, the Vegas
0: Golden Knights. Henderson Silver Knights. Correct. That one I can do. Do you have the keyboard hooked up? Yep.
1: We need the little... ding Oh, yeah, it's because I, I have been doing it, but it, I guess it's just for myself because my mic was... Oh, rolling. right, yeah. yeah okay. Actually, actually, it might be okay now. It's because I had, I think, the uh, World Junior game on, but I closed it now. Oh, gotcha. Ready. Oh, okay. we yep. good? Yep. Okay, cool. There. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Henderson
0: Silver Knights. All right. The Washington Capitals. Oh.
1: um, I feel... Um, are these ones not also Washington something? No. Okay. Washington Capitals, is it...
0: We've been on a show that covers this team in particular. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, oh the Hershey Bears. Yeah, that's that's go.
0: that was a little bit of a hit yeah. there for yeah. you, but yeah, yeah, there you go. Give your, give yourself a ding. Uh the Minnesota Wild. The Iowa Wild. Correct. Yeah. The Montreal Canadiens.
1: Oh. Oh, I should know this one too. Um Yeah, I really should know this one. It's um it's not the Halifax no Halifax Mooseheads is a junior team right that,
0: yeah that is
1: yeah a junior team yeah you're right yeah okay um, I, I want to come back to the Habs too uh, I feel like okay. it's in there but I, don't, I can't think of it all right uh, the Philadelphia Flyers oh they are the something phantoms the uh, Lehigh Valley hey correct hell yeah uh, the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, it's um, the um, Manitoba Moose. Correct. Yeah. I was going to say Moose heads and I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nashville Predators. Um, oh, God. Oh, no. We just said this one <laughs> on the episode. Uh, Milwaukee Admirals. <laughs> Correct. Uh,
0: the LA Kings.
1: Uh, the Ontario Reign.
0: Correct. Yeah, that's that's another easy one. Now you're on a bit of a roll here. Yeah. Okay. Here's a here's a gimme potentially Boston Bruins. Oh,
1: those are the. Oh gosh, um, where do they play? Um, I, I want to come back to that one too. I'm writing down the ones that I want to come back to. Don't worry. But okay, I to, so I, I just have Montreal and. Boston that I have to come back to because that those okay. ones are in there. So, uh, the Buffalo Sabers. Um, oh, no, Niagara Ice Dogs is another junior team, is it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn it. Um, do they also play in Buffalo? Uh, I'm not sure offhand. No, no, sorry. The um, the bu- Buffalo. Oh, um, is it Buffalo something?
0: No. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to get it then. The Rochester Americans.
1: Yeah, and I would not have got that.
0: Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks.
1: They were sharing the with the Henderson. They were, the, they were sharing the Henderson Silver Knights at one point, were they not? With I'm not sure. Or, or no, they were sharing the Wolves with Vegas, maybe? I don't know. They, they were sharing a team. Was there, maybe it was St. Louis? That wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Uh, Chicago's. Well, we already said the Chicago Wolves, so I know it's not that one. But which that one just seems like the fit, right? But you, yeah, like why wouldn't it be? Um Chicago's in Illinois. What else? Is there anything else in Illinois that I know? I don't think so.
0: This um. is like such a minor league team that like you'll hear it and you'll go, Oh yeah, right, but you might not connect it.
1: Okay. Yeah, go for it.
0: The Rockford Ice Hogs.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, here's a gimme. Anaheim Ducks. The San Diego Gulls incorrect yes yeah he got it right <laughs> what the fuck man we talk about him every week <laughs> uh okay here's another give me san jose sharks the san jose barracuda correct yeah. all right it's the okay so you got uh what we got seven nine left oh wow. and you are as of right now just shy of 50 percent cool
1: doing all right uh, the St. Louis Blues. Um, oh, I feel like they used to have Coachella Valley, but obviously they don't anymore. Um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't
0: know that one either. The Springfield Thunderbirds. Okay. Which a co worker on aesthetics of mine, Matt McElroy, uh, designed their look, actually. Oh, ah, cool. So, what's up, Matt? Uh, the Tampa Bay
1: Lightning. Oh, they are the. Ooh, oh God, that's another one. That it's got to be in there. Um, Syracuse Syracuse Crunch. Correct. Yeah. There you go. You
0: are at fifty percent. No matter.
1: No matter what happens. Rest
0: these. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, the Dallas Stars.
1: Um. once you say it, I'll probably know what I feel, but I I don't know. Uh,
0: The AHL team is bigger than the NHL team as the Texas Stars are the affiliate of the Dallas Stars. Yeah, I should have got that one too. Yeah. Uh, All right. The Toronto Marlies. Or oh fuck that that one I did know
1: the Toronto Marlies Maple Leafs give
0: me yeah Maple Leafs okay (laughs) (laughs) so
1: bad name bad (laughs) oh the Arizona Coyotes they are we played them quite a bit this season or San Diego has oh the Tucson Roadrunners
0: correct yeah which it took me forever to get the connection of. Coyote and Roadrunner. It <laughs> nice. took me
1: way too long to put that together. Any any longer than like four seconds is too long, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, The New Jersey Devils. we got two left. Providence Bruins is the Boston Bruins affiliate. See, again, yes, I knew that, that was is in correct. there. Yeah, okay, <laughs> there we go. We can cross that one off. Uh, New Jersey Devils?
0: Yeah, I guess you technically now have three left because, yeah, I forgot about those. So you
1: still have Montreal to come back to as well. Okay, um that one oh, it should be in there too. Um, oh, no, no, no. New Jersey plays out in Newark, I don't think their AHL team is that. I don't know the Newark Devils?
0: Uh no. Okay. want one more try? No. The Utica Comets.
1: Uh, okay. yeah, never got
0: there either. All right, your second last one. Do you want to do this one, or do you want to go back to Montreal for a second?
1: Uh, we'll do this one.
0: Okay, the Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: <sighs> hmm. Oh, the uh, Pitts. Oh, Pittsburgh Pirates is NFL, is it not? Oh no, no, it's not. Baseball. Baseball. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, yeah. is this the NHL team? <laughs> yeah, baseball. I always forget that's a sport.
0: Sorry to anyone that
1: <laughs> enjoys baseball, but yeah. Um, am I going to get Pittsburgh? Probably not. Uh, is it the... I'm going to go with the uh, North Pole Polar Bears. I'm going to give you a hint that
0: might help you. Okay. Or might not depend. All right. Sweet. Um, have you watched The Office? Here and there, not like all the way through. Okay, if you can give me where the office is located, like what's oh. like what city, what town? I'll oh, I'll, I'll give it to you because it's it's technically like a two-town team.
1: Okay. So yeah, I'll, I... I can at
0: least give you that okay I'll give you like a half
1: again it's one of those things that it would be in there but it's probably not coming out until i've heard it so um where does the office take place yeah like i'm not, again I've, I've wa i just haven't watched it enough to th- remember that is it like um um what's the other or is it like minneapolis
0: Something? uh nope not quite okay it is the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins.
1: Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Yeah, so that Wilkes-Barre is, a name a is
0: the one, and then like there's like uh, like a slash Scranton.
1: Oh, so Scranton is where the
0: office is. Like it's the, oh, like, okay. the Scranton branch. And
1: oh, okay, gotcha. Um, okay, then we gotta go back to Montreal. Um, yes, for the last one here. Is the team name in French? Uh,
0: like the nickname? Yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> Depends okay. on
1: pronunciation, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, it's. I feel like it's... Oh, no. I was going to say, like, Belleville. It's something like that. It's like one of those small Ontario slash Quebec towns. It's got, like, one of those kind of names. Like the... Oh, God. Once I hear it, I'm going to know, but... What is, give me like the first letter of the city? L. L. Oh, Laval, right? Yep. So there's there's a half. Yeah, Laval. I don't think it's not. The, there's no way it's the Laval Canadians. Laval hockey players, hockey, Laval hockey. I nope. don't know. I have no idea. It's the Laval something though. Fuck me. What is it? Uh give you 10 more seconds here. Okay. Okay. Give me the first letter of the nickname too. We'll R- see if that. Laval Rockets? It took a while to get there, but yes, the Laval Rockets. Okay, yeah. You can give me a half point for that cuz that's took it in yeah. Give me a half point. Okay. Are they named after like um Rocket Richard? Yes, they are. Cool. Very
0: cool. Um there is uh I forget what it is exactly on their let me take a look at their jerseys for a second. Um, there's a uh, like there's there's a patch on the sleeves of the jerseys. Um, oh yeah, they all have a they all have a number 9 on the lower oh, part cool. of the sleeve for nice. uh, Rocky Richard. So That's cool.
1: Yeah. So how so. many did I get right uh, including Laval, I guess? How many did? Uh, I get right? including Lavelle, you got
0: 19 and a half
1: out of 32 teams. Okay. I probably would have got about the same had you done it the other way? Because I feel like most of the ones I got wrong were like, there's no connection whatsoever with. Yeah. The, uh, like, if you would have given me, what was it, like the Manchester Ice Cats or something? That wasn't one of them. The what? Oh, no, Rochester. (laughs) What's the Rochester team? The Americans? Yeah, like that, I would have had no idea. I probably would have said, like, Washington or something because Tri-City Americans, and I know they're like...
0: Fair enough. Uh, it's no, I don't know. It's it's either Hershey or Rochester. I believe it's Rochester is the oldest team in the AHL. Actually, okay. Um, let me double check. Actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, they predate the AHL even. I'll give you one little one more piece of history here, and then we'll get we'll going.
1: And yeah. Throw this game on.
0: Yeah, I have it on already. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, the Rochester Americans were founded in 1956. So it predates oh, cool. a large chunk of NHL teams. Yeah, even. that's pretty cool. So, like, outside of the original six, it predates all of those teams.
1: Yeah, well, if uh, if any of you guys played along while well, uh, we did this and you ha- got a better score than me, or even if you're just proud of the score that you got, um, let us know, um, either... In the YouTube comments of this video, if you're watching on YouTube, which you yeah. can do at Quack Report Pod, uh, Twitch at Quack Report Pod as well. Um, you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram, same thing at Quack Report Pod. And uh, if you guys want to bash me for how I didn't know all of these teams, or if you just want to be like, wow, I'm to impressed. Be fr- you- I,
0: I'm impressed honestly I, yeah I got a lot you, more than you I you thought you actually honestly, did so. do better than I thought you would like that's not a slight on
1: you mm, are you sure <laughs> yeah I'm sure <laughs> uh, but yeah you can DM me at Carter underscore pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 on Twitter and Nate you are now going to be on the clock where can people uh... give me a sec here <laughs> where can people tell you that um, John Klingberg is the best player in the NHL and Lucas Dostal deserves to be in the AHL
0: okay well first of all you can go fuck yourself second of all you can uh try to tweet me at uh, tate Nomus, t-a-t-e-n-h-o-m-a-s and i will still tell you that you're wrong playing get off the ice
1: me on the time and now i'm behind <laughs> oh and go dex go oh, and go canada yeah